Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 222 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor. We've got no Damon this week. Damon is yep. either on his way to Florida or already there. I don't remember. <laughs> but he's out, right? Trevor? He's at Disney or he's in proximity to Disney. Yeah, he's somewhere. <laughs> yeah, either on the way or already there. But we'll we'll definitely hear from him next week. So for this week... We decided to bring in a special guest host who has been on the show, but it's been a while. I think, I think I, I'm trying to remember the last time you were here, Becky. But we have Becky, who is not only Hi, our Becky. listener but a, a a podcaster herself. So, right? Hi, guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, upon occasion, sure. No, we do. <laughs> <laughs> we release a show every Friday, most of the year. But most you know, sometimes summer. Yeah, we. You know, sometimes people need a break. So. What, yeah. what is that like? We never get breaks. What? <laughs> we, Wait, we took we, a break, well, remember? We took that one break. We did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just took a break. Well, yeah, I mean, but we still did two shows. We still pumped yeah. out the shows, like, you know. That's, yep, and we, we put a few. I mean, we are more topic-based that we kind of come up yeah. with on our own. And so uh, we'll do two or three a night and record every other week or so. And then that's, that's so we do. don't. Yeah, well, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I was just saying that we had to remember how to do this since we did just take two weeks off. I, I hope everybody enjoyed the waitlist episodes because we had kind of a blast doing those two, I think. those I think oh, those yeah. were two of my favorite waitlists we've ever done, honestly. Oh, they were great. I was, you know, coming up with all these ideas. And then my husband, he'll, he'll ask me questions. And I'm like, we just had a show on this. And I'm not on yeah. your show. <laughs> but in my, and I'm like, well, you're on your show right now. You're on show right yeah. Now. <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah, but I was like, well, uh, there's some opinions. And I start like explaining things you guys came up with. And he's like, those are great. <laughs> <laughs> we did have some, I, I mean, I hate to like, you know, toot our own hordes, but I was like, we had some good ideas, I feel like, in there. So, yeah. Absolutely. It was very um, like in the moment, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's hard sometimes with those waves. I'll admit, you know, when we do them, I'm like, half the time, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And then it's like, when we start talking, it just all it just happens. Yeah. Happens. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah, we don't prepare. Right. We don't prepare yeah. at all for those things. Usually. It's, yeah. It's no. better if we don't. Actually. It's more organic. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Way better if we don't prepare. I mean, like I'll think of ideas just here and there, like, you know, just as just thinking on a daily basis. But like, once we start talking about stuff, it like it brings up ideas, you know, like just because like Damon will bring up an idea and I'll be like, oh, that will trigger an idea in me. It's way better that we don't we don't, uh, you know, do it beforehand. So um, but I, I wanted to, you know, so we were gone for two weeks and, and primarily because I was gone for two weeks. Um, but, you know, and, and I was I, I, not that I'm going to do a trip report because I didn't go to Disney. I, I, I'm not going to do a trip report of driving to Pittsburgh on, on Memorial Day weekend. I will say, though, so I, I and this is only going to probably resonate. What I'm about to say is only going to resonate with a certain group of people, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Um, so one of the places I went to on the, on uh, the way back from my second trip, uh, I drove through, uh, rural Pennsylvania and, uh, I decided, I, I realized that on my way back, I was driving from Pennsylvania or well, just over the border of Pennsylvania to New Jersey, back to, to Washington, DC. 
Uh, and on the way, I was like, you know, I'm kind of going to drive by Hershey, Pennsylvania. And I don't know. I, you know, like I said, I don't know how many people know about like Hershey Park and like all that. But uh, I decided to stop on the way at Hershey because they have a place called Chocolate Worlds. Now, I don't know, Trevor and Becky, if, or if you are familiar with Chocolate Worlds. <laughs> Uh, not, not specifically. I, I know of Hershey Park. Okay. I've heard of Hershey. Yeah, that's my that's where it ends. All right. So outside of Hershey Park is a place called Chocolate World, which is, is still Hershey, right? And they actually they have a Disney-esque dark ride in Chocolate World. It's it's free, right? Like so this you know, parking's oh. free. You just go. So like every time my wife and I used, you know, lived in Pennsylvania for a little while, and every time we drive to home to New Jersey. We would drive through Hershey and we would stop at Chocolate World because it's it's completely free, right? And so they have this Disney – it's an Omnimover ride. It's it's literally an Omnimover. It actually kind of looks like a Figment, right? Uh, but it, it's it's an Omnimover. It has a giant wheel and it's constantly moving. And you get in the car and they have animatronics too. Like, you know, basic ones. Not like Disney-level animatronics, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. basic things. But, like, they basically it's a chocolate factory tour. So they take you through how you make how they make chocolate. Right. So which is cool. It's 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 super fun and nostalgic for me because as a kid, I always did this. I have probably haven't been there in 10 years or so. Right. But like, I mean, they've got little animatronics, but they show you like the whole chocolate making process. At the end, you get off the ride and they give you a free piece of chocolate. Right. So like <laughs> I go just for wow. that. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm picturing a cross between showbiz pizza and living with the land. I don't really <laughs> Oh, listen, Google Chocolate Worlds, Google Chocolate Worlds uh, tour. You'll find it. It's no, it's very well done. It's like, it's not like, um, it's, it's I hard love to... living the way the land, to be clear. So, no, no I do too. But no, no, I'm stuck not, on Willy Wonka well for some reason. Like, not, I that like was, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I, I actually, it's funny because I found myself as I was going through it, you know, when I was younger. They, you know, they have like a fake machinery there, like showing you how they make the chocolate and it used to be like moving sets and stuff. Right. But since then, they've done a very universal Disney-esque switch to like projections. So now it's like instead of like moving like prop pieces, it's just projections, which is fine. But like, you know, it was cooler when I was younger. Um, it's cheaper to maintain. Yeah, exactly. I, I get it. Right. But but I'm serious. Like go on YouTube, look up Chocolate World Tour and you will find... I'm sure a video of the chocolate world tour. It's like I said, it's very nostalgic for me. They have a big thing. They have, uh, there's cows in the beginning that sing a little song about making chocolate. Like it's, <laughs> it's so, I mean, there's, there's uh, anybody that's from the Northeast is going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Cause they've done this. Right. But like, if they're not from the Northeast the United States, they probably have no idea what I'm talking about. But like I said, go Google chocolate world. And then, so the rest of chocolate world it's a giant chocolate store. It's like literally this giant store with every single product that Hershey makes. And then some stuff you can only buy there. And then all sorts of random merch and stuff. Like I bought a Jolly Rancher scented candle. Like, you know. <laughs> what what flavor? What scent? I think That's it's like raspberry. Yeah. I think it's like, yeah, it's like a raspberry. You could also buy, buy chocolate scented candles though too, which I, I decided to go with the with the Jolly Rancher. My wife likes Jolly Ranchers, so. Um, but like they also have candy bars too that like you can't buy anywhere else, like certain flavors. Um, so yeah, it's it's a really cool place. It's like and it's like I said, it's free, but of course they expect you to go out into the store and buy things. It's very Disney esque that you get off the ride right into the giant gift shop. You know, <laughs> but, sounds amazing. 
actually it is it is <laughs> it really is and i will argue to this day that the chocolate you get there tastes better than any other chocolate because it's fresh right like it's like they make chocolate in hershey pennsylvania and so it's like it tastes fresher in a weird way so i can see that i mean yeah. you, you you know like good recently yeah. made chocolate versus chocolate that's been sitting for a while so yeah exactly. I, I can believe that exactly yeah. so yeah but if you haven't google chocolate world and i i know we'll be getting some comments in the group I'm about looking at the website right now yeah yeah the the uh so yeah the cars i i get what you mean about figment like it, it looks yeah. like the cars are like from figment but if but it's on like an omni mover track is yeah, what you're exactly saying. exactly it's a constantly moving track but yeah, it's got like uh yeah, exactly. It's it's like a, it's an omni mover, but it's got like the figment type car where there's a spot in the front, spot in the back. Although I noticed this time, like I said, I haven't been there in ten years. They've upgraded now. There's screens in it, and which felt very uh, Spaceship Earth esque. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can't do the fun stuff that you can do on Spaceship Earth. It's just a screen where they show you stuff. But but yeah, I listen. Chocolate World's the best. I love Chocolate World, and like I said, there are so few things anymore that are free. Like even like I actually forgot that you don't have to even pay for parking you just you roll right up and walk in it's few things that are like that anymore you know absolutely yeah, yeah. that sounds fantastic yeah I, and plus you just buy a lot of candy i'm not gonna lie i spent <laughs> way too much money on a lot of candy um, <laughs> that, that's the hook is they yeah, they, they know it is. <laughs> yeah. they, yep. they know you're there for the candy yeah, I mean, I had a s'mores cookie that was, you know, like the size of my head. That was delicious. Uh, yeah, it was. Sweet. That was fantastic. I mean, I bought candy bars. I bought churro Kit Kats that they had there that were delicious. Uh, let's see what else I got. I got Hershey Kisses that were filled with stuff. Like it's awesome. I love Chocolate World. So I, I, I will talk about Chocolate World. I literally drove out of my way to go to Chocolate World, even though I didn't, <laughs> know I didn't go there. No. So, now to bring this back to Disney quickly, yeah. if <laughs> what what would you um so so this is like using the ride as the hook into getting you in. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever see Disney doing something like that where like I know that it's like they, they dump you out to the gift shop, but like using yeah. it as like the, you know, hey, this is the entrance to our park or whatever. Oh my God, that'd be cool. And they get you, you know, and they get you on a ride to, you know, get you into whatever it is they're wanting to sell you, right? I mean I still think that they should have made Star Tours the only way that you can get into Galaxy's Edge. Just, I'm just saying that. Yeah. I've, I've been saying that forever. Like, I, how great would that have been? Where if every single Star Tours ride ends in Galaxy's Edge, and that's the way you get in, right? But like, I understand people don't ride Star Tours because it's you know they get sick on it. But, um, <laughs> but it yeah, the line would be edge. too long. Yeah, the line Sorry. would be too long too, right? It, yeah. it would make Galaxy's Edge less busy. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's and and star tours you know immensely more busy so yeah. uh yeah no i i mean i like the idea uh, i mean the one thing i will say so the other part of hershey pennsylvania that i always loved you used to get out of your car and literally you could smell the chocolate in the air and it wasn't like disney where they pumped it in it was literally the chocolate factory just, just filled real. The, yes it was just real <laughs> chocolate being produced and I, I Googled this because I didn't smell it this time. And it's not because they don't make chocolate in Hershey anymore. It's because the factories have, you know, advanced in technology and they don't need to vent chocolate smell into the air anymore. So, like, which is disappointing because that was the best part. You literally walk out of your car and be like, ah, chocolate. Like, you is know? chocolate the worst thing that's being pumped into the air? <laughs> yeah, of, of all the things that's to, what I'm saying. to get on. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, because yeah. is that that bad? I mean, because a couple people don't like chocolate. Please, well, I mean, I mean, there, there there is a whole environmental, you know, <laughs> implication to it. But yeah, if they could get all the bad stuff out and just keep piping the chocolate smell, you know, but here that's the thing, right? Like, if you walk out of your car and smell chocolate in the air, you're way more likely to go buy chocolate in Chocolate World, right? Like, oh, yeah. if you're smelling well, that drug, you're like, oh, I need chocolate now. <laughs> so, so. My wife buys um, wax melts that have oh, yeah. like different Disney smells. Okay. And there's one that smells like the confectionery. And yeah. it drives us nuts because we'll like my son and I will be upstairs playing uh, video games in because we have, our, our computers are set up upstairs. And all of a sudden we'll smell like baking downstairs. And, and my wife bakes. And, and you know this, Tom. Like, I do know this. My, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, my wife bakes. And so we're, so we get all excited. We're like, ooh, she's baking something. We come down and it's just the, the wax melts. Just and we're the- like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's I think that's part of Trevor why I didn't get the chocolate scented candles either because I know if I burned yeah. those I would just be like oh man I want chocolate right now you know yeah. <laughs> we have some of those Disney scented wax melts here too but I refuse to buy any of the food ones because I'm like anything I'm baking is going to smell better oh they that. they are yeah, dangerous they, <laughs> yeah, they are dangerous though they they make you just hungry <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think to me, okay, to me, the the best smell at Disney is the ice cream shop on Main Street. Like, that's the one that gets me every time. Like, I have no intention of getting ice cream. And I walk by that store and I'm just like, I smell waffle cones, must go have one. (laughs) Like, every time. Like, I know that's probably, I mean, I know they make the waffle cones in there. But I'm sure they're also using those smellalizer things that they pump the smell into. But, yeah. Do do they sell just the waffle cones i mean i'd eat just a waffle cone yeah like, like like just give me like crumbled up waffle cone in a cup and i'll eat it maybe throw some chocolate sauce on there or something uh, i don't yeah. even need that no, I really could just, i could just go straight waffle cone i mean i could too they have good yeah. waffle cones so all right well listen Dang. that was that was the <laughs> highlight of my two weeks off was chocolate world so and i'm looking forward to other people talking about how much they love chocolate world because it's it's one of those places man it's just you know so, and I also, you know, I, I love amusement parks. I just love amusement parks. And Hershey Park's mm-hmm. a great park, by the way. Um, it's it's one of the few, like, independent parks still out there. You know, most of them these days are owned by Six Flags or Cedar Fair. And if you're not owned by either one of those, like, it's there's very few that aren't, right? Like, almost all of the parks are I mean, owned by that. So, yeah. And they're not quite as good, I'm no. guessing, or the ones that aren't owned by one of those well, bigger companies. And plus, Hershey, the Hershey Park is just is everything is is candy themed, so you can't go wrong with that, right? So, <laughs> uh, anyway, but that's enough of me talking about Hershey Park. Um, <laughs> so let's let's get it. Any anything happen to either one of you? You want to talk about really quickly before we get into questions here, or we you know we want to get into it. Um. Hi. Sorry, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. Yeah, no, you go. Go. Um, well, my family, we went to go visit um, my husband's uncle and kind of had a mini little reunion, and they live in uh, Grants Pass, Oregon. So I think I posted some pictures to the group on Facebook where my kids were all like, this is like real life wilderness lodge. And it was oh, like yeah. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and it, re- <laughs> it really was, though. Like, so- it was incredible. I was like, look at how awesome Disney did. It is this. <laughs> like, it was such a typical our family conversation, too, because they were, we've only stayed at Copper Creek literally one night, but we've been there multiple times for other things. And so they're just like, but look at that. There's and this is the lobby. And this is so it was like, I mean, look, it's a testament to the Imagineers. So there you go. Yeah. it was yeah, pretty I- awesome. 
I, I say the same thing because we have like it, it's all like the same kind of design, right? Like, like you know that that mountain lodge sort of thing, right? You know, we we get the yeah. same thing here. Is you know, I, I we drive for an hour and you're in a you're in a hotel that you know could pass for wilderness lodge. So right, you know, even though it's close, you know, I I, I live close enough to it. I do the same thing as you. Is it's like, yeah, this looks like Disney. <laughs> yeah, we did the redwoods, and it yeah. was like, oh, and Grand California. Here we are. Yeah, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Trevor, anything, anything for you before I, we, I'm uh, trying to think, I, I don't think I've had anything Disney related happen in the last, actually. Oh, um, so, um, I actually surprised or it surprised me. Um, I, I had notifications set up on the DVC resale market app and oh. I completely forgot about it. <laughs> and I got a weird pop-up on my phone and it turned out it was because I, I was searching for uh, a new poly contract and one popped up that was like close to what I was looking for, but Ooh, uh, not not um, not perfect though. No, yeah, yeah. So, so so this was the thing is that it was the 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 price per point was kind of high. So we were um, um, we talked about it a little bit. And we decided to pass on it, but um, it was funny because I had set it up like a couple of months ago and I completely forgot about it. And I knew like what I was looking for was very specific, so there wouldn't be like a ton of contracts. But um, yeah, it was just kind of a like. I, I was working and all of a sudden I looked at my phone and I was like, oh, DVC. And all of a sudden my, my wife and I had like a, like a 30 minute conversation about, you know, should we buy this contract? And, and, uh, I, I actually proposed to my wife that, you know, if we wanted to save points, we could actually stop, uh, staying Lakeview at the poly. And she gave me a look. She's like, like, like <laughs> she's like, no, like, not how dare you. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you even suggest that? <laughs> yeah. And, and then she actually pointed out something that, that uh, Damon said uh, a couple episodes before, before we did the wait list that, uh, you know, once, once you stay in that like next level up, it's really hard to oh, go yeah. back. Right. So hundred percent. Like yeah. once you get like, Ever since staying in two bedrooms, like I have, it's like hard for me not to stay, like to go back to a studio. I don't know how I'm going to go back to a studio, like at any point. Like, given the past couple trips we've gone with family, so we kind of need the two bedroom. But man, it's once you like, it's the same thing with once you stay in a deluxe, right? Like, because we always stayed in value resorts, then we stayed in a deluxe resort, and we were like, well, now we can't do anything but this. Like, we we have to, (laughs) you know, (laughs) yeah. Like now we have to do this from now on, (laughs) you know. So. Anyway, Becky, I don't know yeah. if you're going to say something. I apologize. <laughs> oh, no, I was just chuckling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just agreeing with my laughter. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. That's I do that all the time. Uh, <laughs> people hate that I laugh at myself all the time, but I, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, whatever. <laughs> let's get into some questions here. Yeah. You guys don't even have these on the rundown. I'm just going to read them straight off of Facebook. We're just going to do Oh, this. boy. All right, yeah, we're going in blind. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it blind. Oh, okay, so Bobby <laughs> says, if someone told you they wanted to buy all your DVC points, but you can never go to Disney again... What's your buyout number? I why would I do that? Why would I do that? Like, no, no. I, I mean, so I never go again. Is it just Disney World? Is it Disneyland? Is it all? That's my question. Yeah, there's too I, many parks. Like, if I have to skip, you know, the ones I've been to, I consider it. But I'm not ruling out the international parks. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, crazy. but that's the thing is that you know, if if, if I can still go to like Tokyo Disney, yeah. I mean. It would still have to be a lot, a lot of money because like, like million dollars, <laughs> yeah, like a private jet to Tokyo Disneyland. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, a couple mil, but then you know, I'm I'm going to Tokyo Disney as often as I'm going to Florida. Um, and what kind yeah, of but, maniacal millionaires offering me this deal where they're just like, you know, I don't want you to have happiness anymore, <laughs> right? <laughs> 
<laughs> so that's uh, some Doctor Evil scheme going yeah. on there to like buy up all the, the DVC points. <laughs> it feels like an Ursula deal. It feels like there's going to yeah. be a catch here somewhere. Oh, totally. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, no. The, I mean, the short answer is is no. I, if you tell me I have to do something, or, or if you tell me that I'm getting a deal, but I have to stop going to Disney, well, pass. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Trevor's just defiant. I, I won't. I, I won't. I, I won't give up my points. Forget it. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah. I, I'm not giving mine up either. Um, yeah, no, I'm past. <laughs> yeah. Kevin asked an interesting question that required some Googling. Uh, so he said, what Touchstone Pictures IP, and in parentheses, Disney's PG-13 get out of jail free card from back yep. in the 80s till 2017, <laughs> would you like to see get a dark ride in Hollywood Studios? Now, this is a really oh, wow. interesting question. Um, and I, I just pulled this up, actually. I pulled up a list here, right? And so I'm just, just going to go by highest grossing films under the Touchstone label. Signs, Armageddon, Pearl Harbor, Lincoln, Pretty Woman, The Help, Wild Hogs, Three Men and a Baby, The Proposal, The Water Boy, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? So that, wait, we already got one for that one, right? So mm-hmm. um, let's see. Uh, Sister Act, Ransom, Bringing Down the House, Sweet Home Alabama, Good Morning Vietnam, The Village, Enemy of the State, Phenomenon, uh dick tracy gone in 60 seconds con air <laughs> this is good oh my oh uh, no yeah so let's stop at con air um <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm looking at the same list and two down from that gets real serious so uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> so i i mean i'm actually gonna go with the top one on here i feel like signs would make a really cool and terrifying dark ride are you no <laughs> i don't want signs as a dark ride <laughs> What you want, Con Air? <laughs> no, I mean, I want uh, an animatronic Nicholas Cage. That's what I want in my in yeah. My yeah. Um, hmm. uh, of only these ones of the top okay. twenty-five. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I, I I'm I'm curious. There's way more than this because this is just their highest grossing. This is just their highest grossing. I need to see the whole library. I don't know where the whole library. Oh wait, here's the whole library. Okay. Oh well, you know, Splash is on there. Oh my gosh, now I gotta like roll through well, all these. Well, Splash was supposed to be Splash Mountain. Wait, they had all the Ernest movies on Touchstone. Okay, I would love to see an Ernest. Do you guys know Ernest? I mean, Ernest, oh yeah, yeah. Ernest yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows Ernest, right? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. uh, listen. I don't know if that, everybody that knows Ernest. Slinky Dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is for anyone that doesn't. Yeah. Um. Um. Jim. The original Slinky Dog. Anyway. Oh my goodness! Why am I forgetting his last name? Jim. Uh, yeah. Oh gosh. Jim Var- uh, uh, Varney. Varney. Jim Varney. Jim, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh man, I, I'm just not seeing like any other good ones on here, though, right? Like, you don't think signs would be good? It'd be terrifying, but it would be kind of well, cool. I mean, that that would be like Alien Encounter level, yeah. which you know, it, it would last about six months. Okay, here I've got one. Ready? The Rocketeer. How about that? Oh. I, that, I'd do that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I had a Rocketeer lunchbox when I was a kid. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't think I ever saw the movie. I think my mom just got it on sale somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about Adventures in Babysitting? Mm. Oh, Ooh, Three Ninjas. I mean, that, that's a classic. Three Ninjas. What about Three no. Ninjas? Three Ninjas. Three ninjas. <laughs> yes. Oh. I love this idea. <laughs> Now we're just oh, saying man. movies. And maybe like Spaceship Earth style, everybody's face in the car because there's three seats and three seats, and then they go into the ninja faces. Oh yeah, this is this is excellent. I love this idea. <laughs> um, you know, Good I, I, Vietnam. I mean, rest in peace, Robin mm-hmm. Williams. But like otherwise, mm-hmm. I can't imagine what else would be okay about, with about having that besides him yelling. 
face off. Oh, yeah. Air Force One. Uh, oh, Starship Troopers. I didn't realize that was that was touchstone. Why do you keep oh. going for the the alien? movies <laughs> i don't know i feel like aliens kind of weirdly lend themselves to it. i mean you could go armageddon too i guess right i mean you could make a yeah. cool thing with armageddon <laughs> it's like right. uh that but do you ride that before or after the other space themed rides in Epcot? Because all right fine <laughs> what are we doing here right all right fine how about how about gone in 60 seconds Ugh. A movie What's I never it? saw, but I feel it could make a cool dark ride. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say I thought that there was a or uh, there was a Fast and Furious ride. There already. was that is terrible, right? Like it's yeah. considered one of the worst rides at, at Universal, right? So yeah, I mean, Gone in sixty seconds. I I, I guess uh, I may get some hate for this. I I liked it. I thought like I, I guess not everybody likes Nicolas Cage movies, but I like Nicolas Cage. It was it was good. I enjoyed it. Like it was it was a good movie. I I would I would see a dark ride of that. It brings a different element than just the whatever Fast and Furious is about, because I can't yeah. imagine that I've seen past number one of those. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw the first one and I was like, I think I've seen enough. Um, <laughs> More than, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I've seen enough of these. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised that uh, that like um, National Treasure wasn't under the touchstone, because I feel like National Treasure would make a cool dark ride. Absolutely agree. Isn't that like full Disney now? It is. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think it's, it, they didn't have that under the touchstone label. I don't think so. Yeah. But I mean, if we're just going to go off of that, I'm just going to say, mm-hmm. yes, let's do that. <laughs> what an interest. That was a really good question, Kevin. I really like that one. Yeah. You got me looking at, there's a whole bunch of movies in here that I didn't even associate as like with Disney movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why there's a lot of Nicolas Cage really though. Yeah, a lot of Nick Cage. I, I didn't realize that like M night Shyamalan, like released a bunch of his stuff on touch touchstone. So like that was, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, there is yeah. a hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy. I mean, that's, Oh, that's a good one. That, good that one. could be a very fun dark ride. That could be a very fun dark ride. I agree. All right, so Sean wants to know. We're going to move on for this one. Yeah, <laughs> Sean wants to know what's your guess on how many unused points expire every year. Oh, I don't know, millions, probably, right? Hundreds of thousands, at least. I wouldn't say it's in the millions. I feel like yeah. it couldn't be that high. You don't know. I mean, that's true. I mean, I guess two hundred seventeen thousand four hundred five. This, is, I mean, Becky obviously has the answer. <laughs> yeah, right yes thanks. Becky, becky's ready to be on the price is right <laughs> she, she um, knows to give the exact answer yeah. i've been on the price is right so actually oh, really? <laughs> yeah wait were you like a contestant or were you just in the crowd i i was a contestant what wow. wait, did you like make it on stage and stuff now now we're talking about this oh gosh <laughs> wait uh, so, like wait bob barker days or drew carey days oh bob barker and oh. rod roddy yeah. Wow. Okay. Wait, so we yeah. you actually like get up there though and like, you know, win any prizes or anything? I did. I did. Um, there was a thing in my senior year of high school that we had to put like, what will you have accomplished in five years? I'm like, I will have gone on the prices right and won a car. And I did like a month after graduating. You won a car so, too? Wow. I did. I did. Yeah. Oh my God. It was you amazing. You sent me the episode and I want to go find this. Oh gosh. <laughs> let, let, let's have that as an aside. I don't want to put. Nope. We're not going to go that route right now, but we, name did you I'll find some pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, 10 That's chances. Cool, and yeah, I'll, cool. I'll send you some pictures. Yeah. We'll put some. Okay. Awesome. Find some. That's yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. All right. I, I'm going to go past this question because we don't know the answer to it. So I'm going to go to Amber with with the dining plan returning. Do you think Disney would ever give an earlier table service booking window 
to those who who purchase the plan. I actually love this idea, but at the same time, I feel like it's not really fair. But I mean, you know, a lot of things are not fair with Disney and paying for things, right? So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I like it as an idea, though. I, I guess just me as somebody who doesn't buy the dining plan wouldn't love it. I don't know. As long as they keep like a separate tranche of reservations for others, you know what I mean? Yeah. Go ahead, Becky, and then I'll I'll put in my two cents. I'm a hundred percent out on the dining plan, like pretty much never happening unless I have a one night stay somewhere DVC and make it make sense over two days. The only exception in my book. It just doesn't save money at all. Yeah, not for for how for how I park hop or how I do anything. Uh it, it and with my family or not, that is just not happening. But uh, it, I want to know if they're opening, you know, if they opened it early, then what happens? Do they, they just extended that cancel time to be what, two hours before it's like, yeah. man, nobody else is coming ever to these restaurants. If like, if you drop that and people have booked it so far out, it's like, mm, you're closing off any potential walk-ups too. So. Yeah. that I, I'm kind of there with you on that, Becky, because it's, I feel like Disney, like obviously they want to push the dining plan, but there, there's just there's a lot of people that just will not use the dining plan. But then, yeah, it becomes that problem of you know you're going to have people making reservations just for the sake of making reservations, or um, I don't know, I, I could see it turning into one of these weird gray market things again, like they did with fast passes, where where somebody will figure out how to capitalize on it, and it gets us in a position where you'll never get a booking for a restaurant unless you're paying for the dining plan or you know somebody who has a reservation already and you're you know you're sliding them money under the table because sorry people were doing that with fast passes i know it's crazy but you know yeah. here we are um yeah <laughs> so um i i feel like you know as much as disney wants to push the dining plan i don't think it would be in their in their best interest like like to your point you know you know, you would have restaurants not full or you would have people, you know, booking reservations and just letting them slide because it's part of the dining plan. Right. Like, yeah. like because I, I guess the thing is, is they would have to work in such a way that it's like either, you know, oh, you're going to get penalized if you don't, you know, if, if you ignore this booking because Disney does that. Right. You know, they'll, they'll charge you if you're a no show. But if it's on the dining plan, how are they doing that? Because yeah. then people yeah. would argue, well, I already right. paid for this. So. So you're just giving me my reservation, right? And, and I, I feel it would not be I, I just can't see it ever being a good idea. And and yeah, you know, you know, for me personally, I would hate to be in a position where it would be like with annual passes if it was like, well, you know, it, it, you have to buy an annual pass if you want to get on ride X. Like that's what I feel yeah. like it would be. Um and and that just does not like that kind of goes, I think, what Disney's trying to get rid of right now, which is, you know, pe- people are very much of the opinion that you're not getting a lot of value for what you're paying for. And I think this actually makes that perception worse. So I'm against it. <laughs> By the way, I did not put this uh, on the rundown, but they did release the prices for the dining plan for next year um, yeah, while we were out, that. which I mean... <laughs> Actually, considering I, I mean, the child price went down actually slightly, yeah. 
And the, I mean, the adult price children. Up. What's that? <laughs> I don't have children. <laughs> I know. My, my uh, kid is big enough that he gets billed as an adult. So, well, the adult yeah. price. I mean, listen, I it didn't. It went up what sixteen dollars per per adult. I mean, it's not terrible. It could have been worse. But um, I, I think you get less snacks too, don't you? Do you get less snacks now? I thought it was only one snack now or something. Oh, actually, the quick service dining plan is is only slightly more expensive for adults, like $2 more expensive. So it look, seems like they're pushing people towards the quick service plan, but I don't know. Uh, I don't Those know. Those prices. Yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. Those prices made me think that they are heavy catering to families with multiple three to nine children. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And that would you know, make it look attractive because like, oh, it's only this much for these kids. And then does it, you know, balance out that the fact that any adults in the party have to pay a, an absolute ton more, yeah. but um, it doesn't balance out. It's still math. Yeah, but um, I, that was my perception looking at it was like, honestly, the child price is attractive if you're doing table service, the you know, the more expensive one, because it really does come pretty close plus you're adding in those silly resort cup things so it's like realistically price is downright cheap. i mean it's honestly yes pretty, it's it's really uh i think you could save money with the child price absolutely like the all up yeah but then i mean i the think adult. they still have the caveat of everyone on your reservation has to have exactly the same thing you know that's just never gonna suit every family size but hey yeah. you guys want to spend the money to do that you do it I'd, Great. I mean, There's if, plenty I don't spend money on at Disney. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you could figure out a way that I, you know, if if you were telling me I could get the kids plan and just only eat kids meals the whole time I was there, like I would do it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. that's what I do anyway. Yep, absolutely. But, yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, it like like the, the the problem I have with it is it, like you, you know, I've done the math on you know how I eat, how you know how we do meals and stuff, and we realized a long time ago that it's like. I can't do multiple sit downs because sit down meals are a lot of food and, and, you know, if they're forcing you into, you know, you, you have to use this many sit downs per day or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm three days in and, and I'm in a food coma. So yeah. 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 You don't want to get in a food. It's a lot of park time too. <laughs> it, yeah. That too. It's, it's a lot of time on reservations and I mean, you know, and I guess if, if that's what you're there for, that's great. But I, yeah. you know, you know, some, you know, some, some sit downs are definitely, you know, the uh, worth the experience, but there's also others where it's like, come on, let's hurry up because I got a uh, guardians um, <laughs> time. Like, <laughs> let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm glad it's back because I think a lot of people do like it, but um, you know, and I, I don't, you got to do the math on it, right? Because obviously they've they have raised prices if you just you know just buy food in the park, right? Like you know, like everywhere else, they've raised mm-hmm. their food prices, right? So you know, so them you know making the 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 uh, the the plan higher, not surprising, right? Like I get I get it, but I, I guess you'd have to really do the math on it to really see if it's worth it for you. And I've said before on the show, like we used to do the dining plan where we used to do the packages, right? Like before we got DVC, and then one time we decided not to do it. And just, you know, I just added up all the stuff we spent on money, uh, money on money, on food, all the money we spent on food. And then uh, realized that we were spending way less, uh, especially because like my wife usually doesn't do dessert. Right. Like, so it and I remember, too, I you know, when it was like it was appetizer, entree, dessert, like it's a lot of food. Like you said, it's 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 too much for a lot of people. 
And so we, yeah. we really couldn't do that most of the time. And so we, if we just were by ourselves without the, the meal plan, we would just be buying, you know, an entree and I would probably get a dessert. My wife probably wouldn't. Right. So like, yeah, it, it just depends on your situation though. It definitely saves money for some people. So Dan, of course, comes in with a ridiculous question. Um, Disney bus roulette. Imagine you're taking the bus back to your hotel, Animal Kingdom Lodge from Magic Kingdom. Would you rather sit next to a screaming child or next to a parent scolding their child for bad behavior? I think this is an obvious answer. The oh. parent scolding the child for bad behavior. Right? That's like one of my favorite people watching things is to, to watch kids getting <laughs> <Yeah>. scolded. Like, <laughs> mm. okay, uh, all right. <laughs> the, 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 this is a hard one for me because I I have. Um, I, 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 I'm overly empathetic That's on these things, and, and I actually feel embarrassed for other people sometimes. <laughs> and so, you know, somebody, somebody scolding their child, I would actually feel embarrassed on their behalf, which I know I shouldn't, but I would want to be out of that situation. The screaming child, I feel is like there's enough of that going on, especially at Disney, that that doesn't really phase me anymore. And even like, like that, that happens at the grocery store. Like we'll be in, in yeah. the checkout and like, you know, somebody's kid will be having a meltdown and I'm just like, Oh, it sucks to be you. Like, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it, you know, it's not like, you know, you know, no bad, you know, you know, no ill will to the parent or anything, but it's like, yep, they're having a meltdown. You know, I've been there. It's fine. You know, you know, I, I can deal with that. Somebody getting on their kid, I don't. That is too uncomfortable for me. <laughs> I, listen, I think there's degrees too, though, right? Yeah. Like, because I've seen some parents be pretty terrible to their kids there. Like, but there are some interactions that are also funny, right? Like, I heard one. I heard one mom just like the, their kid was just crying while eating ice cream while the parade was going by, and, <laughs> oh. and the mom was just like. We're at Why Disney you? World. You're yeah. eating ice cream, and there's a parade going by. What could you possibly be crying about? You know, and it's like <laughs> it's a fair point. <laughs> like, you know, that kind of stuff is funny. But like, I've seen some some not great things that do make me feel uncomfortable. But it's more funny when it's just like, you know, I don't know. It's like I've seen, yeah, I the, saw a parent scolding their teens for not enjoying their, you know, enjoying the time there. They're like, do you know how much money we spent on this vacation, and you're not not enjoying it? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Th that's fair. I guess. Yeah. There is different degrees of it. Degrees. Like, you know, if, th if there's like, if, if there's two kids fighting and the parents are like, you know, hey, knock it off. You know. Yeah. You know, we're in Disney kind of thing. You know, I, I guess. Yeah. I, I I will kind of. You know, that'll make me chuckle because it's like, yeah. You know. You know the the whole perspective of kids forgetting where they are. I yeah. guess is is kind of funny. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Yeah. Like I said, for for me, it's if somebody was like like lecturing their kid on the bus i would be like can you just like not can you not do, do that, that here yeah. can you can you wait until save you it for the room bus? save yeah. it for the room yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> becky what do, you, do you have thoughts about that i uh i first like to point out that you're not escaping either of those scenarios by sitting anywhere on the bus <laughs> Unless you're on an empty bus, right? Like, mm. yeah. Well, but then it's probably me with my kids, well, your right? Kids. Yeah. <laughs> I only, Trevor and I only have one each to yell at, so you have way more. Right. Than you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I agree with the um, I, the screaming kid. Like, I'm not even going to hear that. I barely heard it when it was my own because if you address it uh, in a negative way, it makes it worse. And if you, you know, you don't want to feed it, just be like, you're going to be fine. Let's move on. Like, that's that. Mm -hmm. So. 
meltdowns in the grocery store. Yeah, that's, you know what? That happens. There's many reasons and I just move on. But the uh, jerk parents being jerks to be jerks, yeah, I can't. That's not cool. Yeah. And I just, uh, I mean, I, like you said, though, it can be fully entertaining and oh, I yeah. will mock it forever in my mind. But like, <laughs> <laughs> as long as it doesn't like cross that line where it's like, Right. Not good parenting, you know. I mean, I, yeah, I don't want to like you know escalate it to like abusive or anything like that. But it's when it's like somebody just being really mean to their kid. Like it's, I mean, I get I it too. Have... It's stressful. It's hot. It's everyone's. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like yeah. Par- parents have their own meltdowns too, and <laughs> yeah. yes. you know, kids sometimes catch it. You know, it's you know, I I've had enough of you because you know I'm trying to enjoy this too, and you know, yeah, like I I get that. But at, at the same time, it's like, you know, you're an adult, take a breath, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't need to take it out on your, on your kid on the bus with, you know, a bunch of other people standing around you. Like, exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, and my whole issue entirely with the other adult interaction thing with the kid, uh, I controlling my face <laughs> yeah, yeah. is when I was in the military, mm-hmm. no, no worries, but I'm out now. And like, <laughs> I'm sorry. You're going to see every expression I have and that'll get me in trouble. So I prefer to be, (laughs) to be by the screaming kid. That's my answer. I'm I'm guilty of that too. I I sometimes (laughs) will react. Like I'll look at someone like, "Mm -hmm," and (laughs) it's like, Oh, I probably shouldn't be, you know, acknowledging a stranger's situation like that. (laughs) Oh man. That's how fights start. (laughs) That is how, that's how people get banned from Disney world. Okay. That's, that's how people get banned. Um, so, all right. So let's talk about some DVC stuff really quickly here because we are like right. way off schedule here. Like, so let's, let's, uh, let's try to talk these things really quick. So, uh, they have a new incentive, uh, a new old incentive, but they're doing a free points offer in, during summer this year, uh, where essentially, uh, they're giving quote unquote free points. Right. So, which essentially is just like, if you get up to the level of buying 150 points, they only calculate it as 145 points that they're going to charge you for, right? So, like, they're giving you just extra points for free. Like a I 10% guess it really discount points, yeah. And then on top of you also get uh you also get the the uh, the discount too. So like uh, the cash incentive as well. So yeah. So I mean that's okay. that's not bad. I mean if you're buying direct right now, like there's some good incentives. They have it for Grand Floridian and for Riviera. And for Alani, because they'll never sell that out. And, oh, it looks like some of the old ones, too. So they have, like, uh, let's see, wait. Uh, no, they're not doing free points for old key, uh, but they are doing incentives. So, interesting. Yeah, I guess, I guess that comes down to, um, you, you know, like you said, you know, timing-wise, um, depending on what you're in the market for. Like, I guess if we were you know, where we were back when we were buying into the poly, if, if this was an option, we, cause we only started with a hundred points. We may have actually gone up to 150 points if the, you know, these kinds of discounts were on at the time, but the poly stuff was too good at the time. So hence we bought the poly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely um, good that Disney's doing this because uh, you know, and I keep saying this, you know, they're get, they're getting back to their their pre pandemic behavior, which mm-hmm. um, you know people people have been yearning for that. But I, I think people also need to realize that you know it's not you're not going to get the same prices, but you know they're they're definitely trying to at least extend something out to 
to new new owners and existing owners that you know hey you know we're not we're not just going to charge you exorbitant prices you know there there is still deals to be had from time to time <laughs> well and they also so too just to that point they also have an add-on offer too for current members right so there's a yeah. there's a, a a 150 point add-on offer specifically for grand floridian um so there it's an additional discount of $1500 as a welcome home bonus when you add uh, 150 points or more at either Grand Floridian Riviera or of course Alani, <laughs> which will never, never sell out ever. Um, yeah. So no, this is, this is good stuff. I mean, like for me, I'm never going to buy probably direct again. So <laughs> it's all resale here on out. So yeah, this is the tricky thing for us. Like I, I want to have the FOMO over it, but I also don't want to own at any of those resorts at all. Yeah, and, uh, and I look at what the, you know, the, this breakdown gives about $161 per point. If you're doing all of those deals, you're a current member and Grand Floridian, right? I think that's one of the things in this rundown of the breakdown yeah. of it. That's the Venn diagram of yeah. like, right. yeah. <laughs> if it all crosses in the middle. Yeah. yeah. So not, not awful. Honestly, they're not awful. However, I then sit back and think, huh, but I got 240 points for close to a hundred dollars mm. each. So what? would I ever want to spend close to the same total buy-in, not including fees and everything, um, and then just not have even close to the same amount of points. Again, an add-on, I get it, but that's not helping my family. I'm not, I'm staying, what, two nights, maybe in a two-bedroom at Grand Flow for 150 yeah. points. It's that's never, a lot. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, every time I think it looks attractive, I just think, but I saved way more money. <laughs> well, I will say though, I will say, right. So I quickly just pulled up uh resale market prices, right? If you could get yourself down to one sixty one, you're pretty much the same as resale price. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I mean, that, the average resale price for grand flow right now is one fifty nine. So yeah, I that's mean, where I've been seeing poly contracts as well as in yeah. that ballpark. So yeah, this, this is, this is definitely competing with resale. On yeah. That absolutely. Level. Yeah, so if you're looking to buy, well, see, this is this is add-on though, right? So like, yeah, you already have but, to be a member to get this. But yeah, to your point, like if you're looking to to you know to get more points and like you like buying direct, I mean, this is a great deal. I'm I mean, not thing, just, yeah, I agree. The the thing about direct too is uh, you know financing is sure. zero down, right? So yeah, you can I, again depending on the situation. Yeah, th- this could actually be better for somebody if if. Yeah, the, their desired resort is Grand Flow, and everything else lines up. So, right. yeah, for sure. So, I mean, interesting offer. It's it's you know, it's like you said, they're try they're doing some different things. So it's it's uh, not a bad thing. So, I really want to talk about this Muppet thing. So I'm just gonna skip past the the rest. I mean, I, we we, cool. we can yeah, we talked about TVC, right? We we did our required minimum. Um, <laughs> 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 we want to do the ad first, or no? Let's yeah. you know, let's talk about Muppets. All right. Okay, are you sure? Because, because I mean, we could go on for this for a while. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, okay. All right. Let's do the ad then. Let's fine. Let's do the ad. Okay. Uh, DVC Resale Market, a world of DVC company, is the leader in the DVC resale industry with thirteen former Disney Vacation Club guides and three former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market, where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days. In 2021, DVC Resale Market helped over 4,400 families join or add on to their memberships. 
Go to dvcresellmarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's 382-7767. And when you speak to them, be sure to let them know the Welcome Home sent you. Or uh, select us on the dropdown because that's a thing now. Yeah. Look for our name in the dropdown. We really got to update those numbers. <laughs> yeah, they, they need to send us some new numbers. They do need to send. Yeah. I mean, it's 2021. We need at least 2022 numbers. Yeah. All right. So... Right. I have Muppet. not watched the Muppets Mayhem, right? But I've heard it's good. I, I did see that there were some good reviews for it. So the creator, if you're not familiar, it's the the Muppets Mayhem is a show about the you know the band uh, from the Muppets, right? And and I believe it's them going and like recording a record or whatever, right? I think that's what mm-hmm. they're doing. Um, but anyway, the creator of the show says part of their pitch for the show was actually a retheme to the rock and roller co- to rock and roller coaster to retheme it to the Electric Mayhem. And I think this is an amazing idea. It's funny, though, because this sparked a really interesting conversation in the Discord. Who's more relevant at this point, Aerosmith or the Muppets? And I feel like <laughs> the answer is the Muppets. But, yeah. you know. In, in my circles, too. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think that ahead, the time frame almost comes to be, like, for the same original audience, though, no? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair, then, right? Yeah. yeah. But then you've got, you know, kids can get into the Muppets more than they're most likely going to latch onto Aerosmith at this Agreed. particular juncture. <laughs> well, I mean, basically the only place that Aerosmith is relevant anymore is Rock and Roller Coaster, right? <laughs> like, that's like the only place you'd really see Aerosmith as a kid is if you went on Rock and Roller Coaster. But the Muppets um, are a lot of places. I mean, you know, there's movies. There's, I mean, you know, they did the Haunted Mansion one. They just have the series out. You know, like, I feel like... and. And I think even if you don't know the Muppets, you at least know like Kermit, right? Like you know, you know like the main Muppets, even if you don't, right? I mean, I don't, yeah, I mean, maybe, it's maybe Sesame I Street, older kids. I don't know. It, it's yeah. Sesame Street and all that. Like it's all tied together in like the, like Jim Henson type stuff, yeah. right? Like like puppeteering and all that is yeah. It's definitely a lot more kid targeted, kid friendly. I, I mean, to your point about Aerosmith, I mean, the last thing I actually remember with Aerosmith was actually the Polar Express, but that was like a uh, a weird little cameo at the end. Yes, uh, Aerosmith was in the Polar Express. I'm just remembering the music video for Armageddon. Not to bring up Armageddon three times right. in one but, show, but <laughs> Polar Express is even more relevant. Yeah, no, we're not getting an Armageddon ride, Tom. No. Move on. Why not? I want an Armageddon ride designed by Michael Did Bay. An animal tracker at the end. You'll be good to go. <laughs> exactly. Oh um, boy. Oh, um, man. that's a, that's but, a reference, Becky. Wow. I wonder well, how many the song it's this oh yeah. come on no, I know what you're talking about I'm just saying how many people are going to know that reference um but no like same number that want that ride Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like but what else are you going to you know because they're going to have to retheme this thing eventually right like it can't be Aerosmith yeah. forever it's going to have to be something more relevant at some point right and like I've said many times before on here that they should make a they should make it Monster Sync theme and they should do like a door coaster like the doors at the end of the movie right but like I think Muppets would be cool too. Like the Muppets are chaotic and you know, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, animal, like just having animal going on in this ride would be awesome. I think. Right. I mean, the the pre-show would be so like, again, you know, you know, not having seen the movie either, but I've seen, you know, I've watched the trailers and everything for it. And it's like, you know, it's very easy to like, replace the the pre-show with Aerosmith with, you know, the Muppets in the booth and, you know, just go crazy with it. And also to that end, you know, they do have uh, Muppet Vision still in the park, exactly. which comes back to, you know, it's not necessarily a matter of, you know, who's more relevant in a like an overall social status thing. 
it's, you know, you're at Disney. What is more relevant at Disney? And, and you know, looking at Rock and Roller Coaster, it made sense back when it was MGM because MGM was kind of an amalgamation of different stuff, like like not necessarily Disney stuff. It was all over the place. Like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles used to be. I forgot, I forgot about that. Yeah, I yeah, forgot about that. Exactly, right? Um, so, you know, it, it's kind of become a remnant of of older things. And if they wanted to, you know, kind of deal with it, you know, you know, people have those complaints sometimes about, you know, why is this ride over here? You know, this there should, you know, this should all be in the same kind of place. You know, giving Hollywood Studios partially a Muppets identity or, or you know, keeping you know, that franchise kind of going in the same park. Um, I think people would be all over that. And, and it would, you know, it's not like rock and roller coasters, like a dead ride at this point, like people are still lining up for it all the time, but it would bring it back into, you know, or it brings some hype back to it is what would happen. Yeah. Like I, I would, I would absolutely ride it if, if it was Muppets and I can already see like, you know, cause the way that the ride is structured is they've got all that, like, um, uh, you know, all the, all the black light stuff and like you're, you're going by all the Hollywood signs and everything. That's very easy to like, it's not even a ton of effort to replace that because there's no real animatronics to replace. It's just, they could still keep it as just the, 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 you know, you know, signs, but change it to like Muppet theme stuff, or oh, they could go, yeah. or they could go further in on it and they could do screens or whatever. Um, But again, because the ride is fast, you know, you're not, like you're kind of getting bombarded with a lot of stuff really quickly anyway, but, and then, yeah, you know, the music, like it could be the Muppets doing covers of Aerosmith songs at this oh my point. God. <laughs> that, is, right? ever, that is the most brilliant idea I've ever heard. Like, totally, like, like, like electric mayhem doing Aerosmith. Like, Amazing. why would you not? Yeah. I, dude, I didn't even think of that, but that's a brilliant idea. But I also want animatronic animal, right? Like, I feel like I need an animatronic mm-hmm. man, of animal playing the drums, right? Like, you just, I, I want to see that, you know? By the yeah, way. He could be in the loading area. Like, he could just yeah. be in the back, like, doing stuff. Like, I feel like this ride was would definitely feature animal, right? Because, like, that's the most famous member of the Electric Mayhem, right? Like, mm-hmm. like the, I mean, you know, I, I think, or most popular, I should say, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, people kind of, I mean, Dr. Teeth is... Dr. Teeth is well, yeah. but, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Animal's way more popular than Dr. Teeth, though. True. Yeah. yeah. So I just want to point out, too, that Theme Park Tours did a poll on their website about this, uh, and they asked who they want, to, uh, who people want to see as the uh, the theme for Rock and Roller Coaster. Uh, they have the Muppets Mayhem at 68%, Queen at 8%, because remember, we heard a Queen rumor for a while, mm-hmm. uh, 18% Keep Aerosmith, and 6% something different. So... Oh, I mean, wow. unscientific wow. poll, but I mean, but, yeah. I mean, that, that's that's polling Disney fans, which, you know, True. that's who matters, you're, though. You've also <laughs> given them specific choices and then other. So, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, the other was small, though. But I mean, it seems like a, it's not a bad idea. And I mean, Becky, you wrote on the discord. You were talking with your kids about oh, this, gosh. right? Like. <laughs> yeah, which was bizarre. We were at my brother's yesterday and uh, he he was all excited. He goes, hey, on Disney Plus, the original Muppets, it's on there now. And, you know, uh, my so my brother is 11 years older than I am. I'm the fourth of five kids and he's the oldest and he's the one that lives by us. And uh, my husband and I are the same age and we're like, yeah, I, I mean, we, it's awesome. We like it, but I personally don't have that. When I was a kid, we watched this all the time. That was my brother. And so that's great. 
Um, and I was like, yeah, it's fine. It's cool. The kids all watched it. Um, however, <laughs> my kids are like, yeah, we recognize the Muppets. Uh, most of it, you know, Muppets Honey Mansion. We've watched the old, older movies with them and everything. Um, so they like them. But my nephew, who is 19, was like, this is you guys' generation. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> let's not lump me in with your 50-plus-year-old father, all right? And, <laughs> and uh, If you played that same kid in Aerosmith song, you'd be like, oh, this is old people music, right? Like, <laughs> Quite possibly. But then you'd have like my 14-year-old be like, this is epic. Love it all. Like, it's going to be... <laughs> It's going to be yeah. a range, but there's definitely there's definitely a little bit of drop off because they are able to be like, but that's the cringiest thing ever on things that probably totally are. But to my brother, it was sheer nostalgia and he loved it. And my kids weren't disinterested, but it just the timing was hilarious because this happened like 10 minutes before I saw your message to me. So <laughs> it was like, oh, perfect timing. And there's that. Uh. <laughs> it really was uh, timely. But then I saw that Dan, I think, was talking about making it be um, the Incredicoaster East. And I was like, oh, don't do it. Don't give don't him do- that. <laughs> <laughs> terrible plan well i feel right like away. i feel like trevor's idea though is the perfect idea right because it absolutely is like, like, you, like you still make it aerosmith yeah but then look at aerosmith yeah yeah do, do covers and, and like they, yes. they could even i was thinking even like the the, the pre-show like i was saying you know the because they still or you know they have aerosmith in in the booth you could do redo that whole thing just with Muppets and it would yeah. still work. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. You just replace Aerosmith with Muppets. Easy. Yep. <laughs> and then they don't have to pay licensing because they're covers and you know, they can do whatever they want. <laughs> oh man, this is such a great idea. I can picture, uh, I can picture it exactly, which is why it's awesome. Yes. Exa- yeah, we can that, all design it easily. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that that's exactly why it works as the Muppets, is that the you know the the thing people don't realize about the Muppets is that they've been doing covers for a really long time. Yeah. Like if you actually go look at on like YouTube. They've done a lot of covers over the years and, and, you know, and like, that's what the Muppets are are good at is like, even when they did the shows back in the days, you know, they were always doing, um, they were always doing like, um, it was almost like weird owl, like, yeah, like yeah. parody yeah. Kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think that, you know, you know, to your, to your, your brother's point about, you know, it's nostalgia for him and he was excited, excited about it is, you know, at the time it was pretty sure. groundbreaking it was like yeah. it was it was uh, I, i'm gonna get some hate for this um yeah. it, it, <laughs> it, it's it's kind of like the same way that like young adults get excited about rick and morty yeah. and i know yeah. like we we shouldn't talk about like that show is really <laughs> kind of extreme but like muppets it what obviously it wasn't as extreme but you know this was back when everything was syndicated and you couldn't get away with a lot of stuff and they were pushing the envelope. Right. Well, so they were, yeah. it's like the Simpsons were, in the early day. If you like, look at exactly, the old Simpsons, you're yeah. like, this was controversial at the time. How? And like, you know, yeah, and, and so, so yes, it's that generational, like, like, you know, and that's, I think, you know, for, at our age, you know, that's why the Muppets still kind of stick is, you know, you know, like you, Becky, I'm, I didn't grow up necessarily with the Muppets, but you know, I did, I did watch a lot of the Muppets because it was on reruns and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it was enough that it stuck with me and, and, you know, I've showed it to my, my, my son and, you know, he's, he, he didn't quite do the, like, oh, this is, this is a dad's thing. He he was like, oh yeah, it was okay. Like, but, but he's got his current generation of stuff that, that is 
making him laugh the same way that the Muppets made us laugh when we were kids. Absolutely. So, yep. So, yeah, it, but, but that's fine. But, you know, if you're yeah. still going back to a Disney park, though, it's, you know, it, Disney can swing it in such a way that, you know, it still hits for the parents, but it's, you know, kid friendly enough and, you know, just they can make it work. There's no way that they couldn't make Muppets work on that ride. I like, mean, you could even insert, like, I mean, you can have some of the other more, out, you know, the characters outside of Electric Mayhem there, right? Like, you could have yeah. Kermit there. Like, you know, Kermit could be there for whatever reason, right? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't even need to be a reason. You just throw Kermit in there. Like, you could make it work with other more relatable characters outside of the Electric Mayhem. Because, you know, you're, I agree with this. Like, I was, I'm not nostalgic for the original shows. I'm more nostalgic for, like the movies and you know like all that other kind of stuff right and even nowadays like with muppet haunted mansion was great like although we all know that new kermit is terrible and that guy should be fired and you know maybe <laughs> sent away to an island somewhere to live there forever um but uh <laughs> although i saw him recently and he sounded fine i was like and i was like what, what's going on here just we just had a cold Stick to one Kermit. Yeah, like did he? Ha- he's had a cold now for years. Uh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, here's the question though I have. Right, so let's say they do this. Right, let's say they they do this. They retheme it. They make it Muppets. Do they get rid of Muppets Vision 3D? Like, because that ride. I mean, that thing. That show is old. At the, like really old mm. at this point. Like, does that clear the way for them to do something different with that theater? Isn't that the last? Thing that Jim Henson worked on is that right? Is, is that it? The, is it? I feel like there's some sort of connection there that I always get told about, and I I'm gonna I, do, uh, I'm gonna do some Wikipedia right now. <laughs> so then I realize, like, I don't know if that would be. I don't know that that though they did they updated the pre-show they they make it relevant like it's just you know support of the Muppets at that point that they're able to still bridge all these. Uh, different social and generational gaps with completely ridiculous humor that the kids won't always get, but the adults will catch it. And it's hilarious. Yeah. So it's layered. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're right. Um, you're right. It, it right. says it was directed by Jim Hansen in one of his final projects before his death in 1990, but we did not get to see it finished because production of the film was yeah. Before production of the film okay. was completed, he died. So, yeah. But, but I mean, I would argue then that, you know, if we're if we're gonna hold on to things because it was the last of or you know oh or gosh, you're right whatever <laughs> for sure right? it, 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 I, I mean I, you know Captain EO was yeah slippery you know, slope yeah right like like you know we we shouldn't touch any of that stuff and um, Disney World shouldn't be there because Walt died. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, listen, yeah, we're, we're, is... we're getting into some dangerous waters here. So, yeah, 32 um, years old at this point. Like, I mean, like, it's it's time for something new there. I, I just like, or at least I, an update. I, I love Muppet Vision 3. I really do. But, like, I I just need something new there. Like, you, we gotta, it's, I'm just trying to think. It's one of the last, like, opening day attractions from Hollywood Studios, right? Wasn't an opening day there? Yeah, I mean, is there anything else left from Hollywood Studios as an opening day attraction? I was Star Indian? Tours after. Oh my gosh, Star Tours is yeah. Star Tours is probably up. Star Tours was definitely after because that opened in the nineties. Okay. Oh, my first trip um, was in two thousand four. I don't know anything prior. <laughs> like, well, because I, I I remember going on Star <laughs> Tours in the nineties in in Disneyland, and that was like it had just opened there, okay. and I, it I believe it opened on both coasts close to the same time 
Yeah, I wait a second. Is it was it an opening day attraction? I mean, how old is Hollywood Studios at this point? What was that? When was that? Eighty nine. So it wasn't an opening no. day. I'm sorry. I, I'm no, wrong. I, it was opening day attraction for California Adventure, not for Hollywood Studios. So right. Yeah. So yeah, I was gonna say because if, if this was you know one of Jim Henson's final projects, he yeah. passed away well after. Yeah. Hollywood Studios open. Open. But so. like, listen, man, like. I, this has got to be one of the longest running things they have at this point, besides like some of the original magic kingdom attractions, like Peter Pan and, you know, like small world. Like, I, I don't know what the, I, I, I would love to see a list of longest running Disney attractions, but it's got, I mean, it's gotta be up there. You know, I, I think they just need to like, they need to make it, they need to update it because it like, yeah. like the funny thing about it is it's like, it, it's, the whole thing around it is, um, you know, an experimental 3D um, thing that, news at this point, yeah. that that is 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 very comical at this point because you know it talks about you know 3D design and when you look at 3D design now it's becoming like hyper realistic. Yeah. So it's it's very like, yeah, it, they, it's they showing have updated its age. The pre-show. I feel like they have updated the pre-show with stuff. Oh, right? they have. Like, yeah. Yeah, because they've done some funny stuff in the pre-show. And listen, it's still. Even, you know, though it's this old, like, it's still great. Like, it's, you know, like all the effects in the theater and like all the, you know, stuff that happens, like, it's still great. But I've just, I feel like if they're going to do enough, like, are they going to really have two Muppet things at Hollywood Studios? Why not? I don't know. They've I got, mean, I, but the multiple... other problem isn't that just part of the argument, like to make it yeah. have them have a better footing. Yeah. Like, didn't we just? Say that? Yeah, <laughs> that's, I, I, that's what I was just saying. Because on opposite <laughs> sides of the park, though, complete opposite sides of the park. Well, I mean, it's better than Toy out. Story Land and Buzz Lightyear in Magic Kingdom. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's fair. I and I, I mean, plus if they did redo something, they'd have to redo that whole section of the park because it's Muppets Courtyard, right? So, like, and everything's themed to the Muppets there. So they'd they'd have to redo that whole section of the park, basically. Yeah. So at least update it though. Like do do something new with it. I don't know what, but do something new with it. <laughs> do a Muppet Star Ride. Zoo. Let's do a Muppet <laughs> Star Ride. Let's let's just get rid of the theater thing. Let's do a whole Muppet Star Ride. I don't know what you know it, you would do with it, but just do something. Anyway, I love this idea though. I think we should do it. I think it should be done. Like <laughs> we, we we totally went down a, a weird tangent there from I mean, rock and roller coaster we always but. do right like that's what happens um yeah. but no this is listen i think it's really kind of interesting too that this guy pitched the show to disney with the idea of a ride as well like literally with the retheme ideas like oh we'll do this show and we're also going to retheme and rock and roller coaster that that is that is very smart on his part because yeah. he's thinking bigger picture than just i want to do my show and you have to like, do that at Disney, right? Like, you, you, yeah. where, where are the different angles you got to hit, right? Yeah, mer- merchandise, rides, all that stuff. Like, yeah, you know, that's – and the thing is, too, is then that opens up, oh, you know, back to merchandise that, you know, that opens it up. Because, you know, sorry, but the – the I I never stop in the gift shop out, or in Rock Outside and Roller Rock Coaster. Roller Coaster? No. Yeah, because it's, it's like – I'll tell you one thing that's in that store. Yeah, no. yeah like, like I, I don't want Aerosmith stuff at disney like if i want aerosmith stuff i'll go buy aerosmith stuff right <laughs> i don't need to be at disney to buy it so yeah. that's yeah. what i'm saying though too like the, if you're saying that muppets aren't relevant anymore do having them in the ride make them relevant because the only way that aerosmith is relevant at this point is through that ride right so like does having them as part of that make them more relevant right that that that's i, I wouldn't say it's fair to say aerosmith is only relevant because of the ride i i, I think at this again, point Aer- 
Aerosmith, <laughs> Aerosmith is in like to us. Aerosmith is irrelevant. Uh, you know, as Disney park goers, it's they seem very irrelevant unless you're like into their music and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, which and I think that's the problem is that like for from the the sense of you know you know as a Disney fan going to a Disney park, what seems between the two, which is more relevant. Muppets is more relevant in my I mind. I agree because of everything Disney has been doing to keep it relevant is the thing. Like, like Disney yeah. is keeping it relevant. They're you're not seeing Aerosmith specials on Disney plus. No, no, exactly. No, <laughs> Steve Tyler rambling. Kind of weird. If you would, right? like, that, that doesn't fit with Disney Plus's uh, thing. Uh, um, all right. You guys want to move on for this or yeah, do yeah. you have anything yeah, else? For this one? Yeah. No. All right. So we actually talked about this. I don't know, Trevor. Do you remember when we long talked about this? Long time ago. It was a long time yeah. ago where Disney was showing off this animatronic Groot that they built uh, where they were testing it and they were. Sh- it was a very impressive free-roaming robot. Now this thing is kind of more advanced and they're doing it's what they scary. call it. Yeah, it is a little scary. And they're doing what they call a play test where basically they did a show for, I guess, for cast members, like a fake show that they're just testing out with this mm-hmm. free-roaming Groot robot that d- basically dances and i mean but it looks really real <laughs> it's so fluid and it's freestanding <laughs> it's and it's a creepy, creepy. It, yeah. it, it looks like they they're paying somebody's child yes Groot. <laughs> like, it does. I, I don't like that <laughs> i mean i wouldn't find this off-putting though i feel like if i saw it in person i think i'd find it cool you know i mean I don't know. I want to see this. Like it's, it's, they're not saying it's going to be for anything. Right. So like they're, they're actually saying like, they're just testing this out to kind of see what kind of show they would build around it. But they're saying Mm -hmm. there's no immediate plans for use in Disney theme parks. Um, but you know, they're using it just to kind of test stuff out. So, but I mean like the little show that they do in this video, I don't know if you guys watch this video, but like Mm -hmm. I could see this being like a show, right? Like they totally, they could absolutely do this like a quick show. Yeah. Yeah, like, like how they how they used to do those stage shows with for Star Wars in Hollywood Studios, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Becky. Uh, I, they used to have uh, Star Lord and Groot. Was it Baby Groot? Though? Like, obviously not this version, Baby Groot. But there was some meet and greet that had a much more rudimentary. Uh, you know, they had a tall animatronic. one. They they had a, like an adult. Well, they had, like, one. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember if there was one little one. I get it. Potted plant, oddly confused. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> oddly confused with like the BB-8 meet and greet. It seemed like all that stuff was out at once, and they were all like really cool, weird new meet and greets that weren't necessarily yeah. people. And it all rolled into one, and now nothing it happens in that whole area of the park. And <laughs> can't keep track. <laughs> but yeah, I, I watched this. It was uh, it was creepy. I I almost feel like the Star Lord interaction made it a little bit more awkward. You think so? But I don't know. It just was bizarre, but it was really neat, like technologically speaking. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, also weird. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, I mean, is it weird just because it's so – I feel like we haven't seen robots like this ever look this realistic in, other than that test that we saw. And, I mean, this looks pretty close to the test that yeah. we saw, right? But, like, yeah. we – I mean, you've just never seen this before, right? right? Like, so is that just what's making it weird? <laughs> oh, for sure. And I think in person, it would be like a different because you're in the moment and you're in the experience. Just watching it from whatever odd angle they were showing it was like, huh. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it looks cool. It's just hard to. And then seeing the cast members like, are they dancing because they love it or 
you know, that was weird. So <laughs> maybe I'm being critical. I think- <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it, there, it was definitely a little bit awkward in the video. I, I think the thing that gets me, or, or th- this is a, this is like a childhood nightmare <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> I was just thinking um, to myself, the Trevor, like so, we're seeing this through our eyes. How would like a nine-year-old see this? Would but, they be like psyched, or would they be freaking out? Or so okay, so so here's the thing: is like you know. You know, I remember as a kid riding like pirates and stuff, you know, you see the animatronics and, you know, they're, they're doing their thing. And in the back of my head, you know, at various points, it was like, that would be very scary if it got up and like walked towards me kind of thing. Right. Like, 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 you you know, it's pirate though. Groot's adorable. But, but, but it's still (laughs) that irrational, like, you know, this, this is a role and not just the pirates, like, like anything that's like not human like like it's very clearly a robot and if it suddenly like you know you know stops doing its thing and turns and looks at you like oh, this that, is kingdom keepers is what this is yes yeah, yeah is. exactly like yeah. kingdom keepers does touch on this right you know yeah. they, they touch on that you know what if things came to life after dark kind of stuff and so so this Groot thing is kind of um like it, it's touching on that. And I think that's why it's disturbing to me is it's like, you know, yeah, he's very cute. You know, they got him dancing and everything, but it, it feels like, you know, his eyes could suddenly turn red and, you know, you're you know, just thinking of the Simpsons order 66 episode. kicks in and <laughs> you're, you're thinking <laughs> right? of the Simpsons episode where they go to itchy and scratchy land. Yes. All the robots. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's a childhood turn. memory. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, but look how tiny he is, though. What what damage could he really do? Oh, really? <laughs> okay, Come listen, on, though. Tom. You, you, you watch, saw Yoda in Star Wars. Don't get me wrong. Watch him walk onto stage, though. He can't really walk very fast, okay? Like, he no, kind of shuffles a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah well, that's, not and, yet. And, well, yeah. Listen, and, but, but I bet on all fours, he can probably run really fast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrifying. Uh, I'm actually more disturbed by how bad the Peter Quill uh, actor is here. Like how how much. Yeah, thank you. Not, right, he looks te- he looks not even close. <laughs> like get somebody better. Well, <laughs> oh, okay. You, you, the, the, so here's the wonderful thing about that is that all of that can be explained away with Loki now. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah, he's a he's a variant. He's a variant. Okay. Yeah, everybody is a variant that doesn't look that great, right? Yes. I, okay, but I also I'm looking at this too though. Like Guardians does lend itself to a dance party format, right? So like yeah. and obviously one of the main things this thing could do is the dance party, right? Like as as cool as I think it would be to have it free roaming in front of the Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Disneyland. I also know that I want to give it a high five and people would probably go a little too hard and probably knock it over and break it. Right. Like well, and somebody's kid would think it's a, you know, you know, another kid or try to rough house with it. Yeah. And, like yeah. I'll get and try to take yeah. it. Yeah. Like people would ruin this very quickly, which is why we can't have nice things. Right. But like, <laughs> I would also want to give Groot a high five. Who doesn't want to give Groot a high five? Like mm-hmm. I just, I think the dance party kind of format though, like it makes sense. Guardians is all about music. It's all about, you know, this kind of whole thing. And, and you know, Groot can do the, these dances. So, like, I could see this being a show at Disneyland. It would make sense to me. Like, I I mean, I don't know if they're actually going to do it. It seems like they're, you know, just kind of messing it, around here like they like to do with technology. But it's very easy to do in California Adventure. There, there's oh, yeah. lots of spaces where they can set up a dance party. So, I yeah, mean, I guess they could do it in front of Cosmic Rewind. I mean, there's a lot of space over there. They could make a little stage and you know, do a thing, yeah. I guess. Right. I don't know. 
And you mean instead of all the food and wine booths, they could yeah. actually like yeah make a, use the space to yeah. not make money. What? No, yeah. crazy. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's impossible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we need to make money, guys. Okay, they got to fund these ridiculous robots. <laughs> um, but yeah, cost no. eleven dollars. <laughs> no. Yeah, do you want to know how much money they probably poured into? This? By the way, this is from two years ago. We saw the original version of this. Um, oh gosh. Yeah, so they've been working on this for a long time, and we just saw the original walking version of it two years ago was when we talked about it originally. So just wanted to throw that out there. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think it's cool. I I understand your feeling about it. I just think, you know, if if you saw it in person, maybe it would would be different. Like, maybe it's just seeing it on video. I don't know. I, I wouldn't be running up for the high five like you. I guess that's like, I would be like, that's cool, but I wouldn't be like getting within reasonable proximity of it. Yeah, I, I would. I would. I would definitely. I'd give it a hug if you let me. Let, let, let me. Let, I, I see the original video to me is creepier without the Groot skin on it, where the they just have the robot wandering around oh, yeah, Imagineering. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> see that that's okay to me because it's just a pair of legs walking around. In that, like, <laughs> you know, it's supposed to be a robot, not yes, Groot. yeah, yeah. That's the thing is, if I know it's a robot, that's fine. If it's when it's trying to pose as something else, that. I don't know that that and it's the small me. world dolls that latch onto your leg. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you don't know how many of those are like, like I know they're all animatronics of some sort or, but you don't know how many are actually robots. Like, well, or how many are listening? What character <laughs> would you want to see as a free roaming robot that wouldn't creep you out? Um, hmm. like they had the Wally one for a while. That was kind of cool. Right. Wally's not intimidating. Bring back Wally right now. Yeah, back Wally. Well, Wally was good. I I actually did run into Push once. I mean, Push oh, was okay. okay. But but yeah, because he was can. that's nothing. That's, that's <laughs> exactly, because he was a garbage can. He couldn't do anything. Into your soul with red eyes. I could build Push in my garage. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, but um, I mean, a, a character that I would be okay with being like a free roaming audio animatronic. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, like I, mean, I, how do you feel about that dinosaur they had free roaming for a little while? I forget what its name was off the top of my head, but they had that dinosaur. Like, what did you say? Oh yeah, that? yeah, yeah, that thing. Yeah, I, re- I remember that now. Um, yeah, I mean that again. That was okay because it wasn't it wasn't free roaming. Like it would there was yeah. a handler for it, right? So it, it would was, be a handler for Groot, though. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. Is it because He's, it's on two legs and like it's mimicking a person is it seems a little more independent is the problem lucky Lucky the dinosaur that's what it was yeah that was all the way back in 2003 by the way like that's how long they've been messing with this stuff you know (laughs) that you know of (laughs) well they've been i mean really they've been doing it since lincoln but i mean like you know they've been doing the free roaming like less controlled robots um you know, if you watch Imagineering Story, there was one where they were going to build like a full size free roaming dinosaur. Like mm-hmm. they literally mm-hmm. like besides this different than this. Like I think it was like a Mastodon they were going to build or something. I forget off the top of my head. But the guy was like, yeah, like we like to fail at Imagineering. He's like, we're not even really sketching out how this thing's going to work. We're just going to build it and see if it works. He's like, it probably won't, but we're going to try. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, so- like, yeah, that would be terrifying, right? <laughs> 
See, lots of bad plans going on with that. Yeah, uh, like I said, I, I'm I'm drawing a blank on like I guess I just don't want to have anything to do with a robot necessarily. I like, would be more creeped out if it was like a human, right? Like, so if they made like a full size like free roaming Woody, like I'd be freaked out by that. Like that, yeah. I wouldn't like that, right? Like that wouldn't be cool. But it's Groot, no. <laughs> no, the, I, okay. I, I, I guess the thing is, is um, I also um, my kid went through a phase with uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, oh, which, yeah. So I, oh, mm, Trevor, I just does out. that phase end? Can I look forward to that? I, <laughs> oh, my it, oldest is my oldest it, is older than yours, uh, so you know if we ever get past it, let me know. I, know. <laughs> the, the, I mean, my, mine's gone into different things, and we're not going to talk about any of that on the podcast because even no, that's... probably not. Yeah, <laughs> I I saw I saw that's... an advert I saw an ad for a VR game, Trevor. That was uh, it was it was a Stranger Things one with the the recent season with Vecna in it, and I'm like, no yeah. thanks, I'm good. I'm good. See, that, see, I, I'm, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I, I, I'm okay with stuff like that. It's the, yeah, like I said, I, I think there, there's something inherently about like that, like the, the audio animatronics coming to life. Like yeah, that, yeah. that is, that is a scary concept to me because, you know, as a kid, I spent too much time in like Chuck E. Cheese and stuff. And, <laughs> you know, those, those animatronics were not Disney level for sure. I mean, they, oh. they, they had their moments, uh, but then, you know, Disney being like, Hey, these ones walk on their own. Mm, okay. <laughs> I mean, would you be okay with like the droids that they were planning for start galaxy's edge? Is that okay? Like the, yeah. Cause yeah, I, I guess. Cause they, uh, as long as they're legs, very clearly, yeah. yeah, they're, they're very clearly droids. Right. Like, and, and yeah, they don't, they don't move like a human. Like, like the thing about Groot is, like I said, the, the first thing is, is like that looks like somebody in a suit, and that's that's disturbing to me. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Trevor I, needs more roboty robots. Not yeah, th- yeah. If, if you're gonna robots. be a robot, be a robot. Don't okay. try to pretend you're human. Like, <laughs> well, and I mean, really, like you know, I, I think Groot is actually described in the movie as like a humanoid tree, right? Like it's yeah. Yeah, so it's like a mix between a human and a tree, right? So it's like, I get that, but still, if they made like a full version of Groot, like adult Groot from the first movie, no, I'm out on that. Baby Groot, yep. though, is fine. <laughs> Baby Groot's like adorable, you know, like adult Groot, <laughs> kind of scary, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on let, from this. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we could talk more about our, our personal fears of robots for a long time, I'm sure. <laughs> Let's let's have AI control them too. Um, what? Ooh, no. We're gonna start doing this podcast. No. I was gonna just say that. The weeks that we're off, we're just gonna have uh, AI voices uh, just do the podcast for us. I'm gonna oh, have AI rate the show, and then we're just gonna do AI voices. Um, yeah, I've already trained an AI model with all of I'm, our voices. I can I can you know I'm, Trevor say things. Put Trevor's the rundown in the chat right GPT. Now. See what happens. Yeah, yeah, Trevor's I'm, not I'm even scared. talking right now. This is his AI voice that I've inserted yeah. in later. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm actually uh, I'm I'm off uh, getting lunch right now. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just taking a break. Uh, yeah. That's where Damon is all the time. That's yeah. That's where he, I mean. Listen, just we'd kidding. probably we could probably get AI Damon to move, to do more of the show than real Damon. So uh, <laughs> just we'll just have it I'm analyze scared. everything Damon said his entire show, and uh, I'm sure they could pick it up. <laughs> I'm scared to see what happened if we actually ran some of our um, transcripts through ChatGPT. Like Chat- that could actually. Yeah, we could yeah. do it. We could do it. We have the transcripts. I, I, <laughs> mm, okay. oh, let, let, let's move on. 
Anyway. All right. So uh, there's a new Pixar show that's coming to Disneyland Paris that's going to have Toy Story, Monsters, Inc. and Finding Nemo. And from what I'm seeing here, it feels like they took the Finding Nemo show from Animal Kingdom and it's like, all right, let's also throw in Monsters, Inc. and Toy Story. Like just because, I mean, the, the Finding Nemo part looks almost exactly the same. <laughs> like, just I mean, look at that pain. It just don't. Yeah. Don't fix what ain't broken. I mean, like, listen, I like the new show. I like the re- redone show that they did. I thought it was different and, and interesting. And uh, But, you know, they're saying it's going to be a multi-layered sensory experience with water effects, creative lighting, contemporary chore- choreography, whatever that means, iconic live music, and more. <laughs> Becky, are you taking Damon's spot here by making background noise? What are you doing? I just realized <laughs> that. I'm like, I'm folding a piece of paper. What am I thinking? that's all right we need we need someone to create background noise on the show since damon's not here so um (laughs) sip my my coffee very loudly oh no you can do that you can do that too um just give me a hard time becky uh but that's why we have becky on because we can give her a hard time so uh (laughs) so it looks like too though that they're gonna have portions of this that's also you know obviously toy story and uh also monsters egg which you know like that fine okay i'd be okay with this i guess <laughs> it also no. looks like they have like floating characters like they do in the lion king show it looks like they have those people that are on wires that are doing the right am i am Trapeze i seeing this type stuff yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's kind of cool you, you know i i think uh, i know you say it looks like they're taking uh you know finding nemo and slapping a bunch of other stuff together i don't think that's a bad thing no because, I don't think so either. um yeah. from from a from a, a, a parent standpoint, oh, I um, you know, if if I was going to take my kid, um, let so so the thing about Pixar is, you know, there's a lot of different Pixar shows, and um, this kind of makes it a one stop shop. Like, you know, if you, if your yeah. kid is like really into Pixar, it's like you don't have to be like, oh, but I want to see the Monsters Inc. show, and then I want to see the Light McQueen show, and it's like <laughs> go see the Pixar show. They get their fix, and then you can you know move on with your day, right? Like to your point, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> right before I came on the show, and I'm not joking, literally right before we started recording, mm-hmm. I just bought tickets to Disney on Ice, uh, which is kind of a similar deal, right? Like it's Frozen, it's Encanto, it's Moana, it's my one-stop shop for all my daughter's favorite Disney stuff, which are literally those three things. Frozen, Moana, uh, Encanto, her f- three favorite things, and I'm going to hit them all out you know, at once with with Disney on Ice. So, yeah, I literally just bought tickets for that. It's perfect. Yeah. No, so I agree with you. I agree. Yeah. I, you know, the one thing that struck me on this Pixar show is uh, reading the, like, the description of, it says, Charlie, you know, passionate about music and his dreams of doing this. And then when he falls asleep, you know, the background of it, it reads very, very much like the Disney Cruise Line shows. Uh, I, mm. You guys both uh, haven't done those. Have this is very, and those theatrical productions on board are simply breathtaking like it's so seamless it's so well done i i went on a cruise with my friend who's a cast member and she's in entertainment and so seeing i've seen that show before but then seeing it with her was like a whole different thing and she was even like crying and like i mean it was they're so much more than just the surface level of your city and watching this quick show that if this ends up being how it's playing in my head based on the description it's gonna be amazing <laughs> so i don't i don't disagree I don't with you i think this could be great i'm sure i'll end up watching Paris, it on youtube so. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, yeah no that's so how i ended up buying disney on ice tickets because my daughter was like 
she was like, I want Disney. She goes, I want the ice skating with Disney. And I was like, okay, Disney. And I like, she likes to watch the YouTube videos of it sometimes. So then I was saying to my wife, I was like, I'm sure it's coming near us sometime soon because it always is. Right. Like, you know, how yeah, it, it never stops. It never stops. <laughs> right. There's always a Disney on ice show somewhere. Right. So I was like, all right, let me look. And sure enough, in a couple months, they'll be here. So I was like, all right, let's do it. Since she loves watching the YouTube videos. But then it's, I saw Ticketmaster and I'm like, oh boy, I'm going to get killed with fees on this one. But oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, what can you do? But yeah, no, this, I think this is going to be really good. I, I would, I would, you know, maybe they're, they'll do something like this in the States at some point. Um, but who knows? I, I don't know. Uh, let's move on because we're like running out of time here. Yeah. So yeah, we are. I want to talk about Indiana Jones merch. We talked about a little bit yes. of it last week, but this first shirt that's on this page, my God, <laughs> like it's it is fantastic. I love it. It is it is a lot. <laughs> it's beautiful. You got, you're gonna wear. You're gonna buy this and wear it around the parks, Trevor. <laughs> yeah, actually, I would. I would, would totally you? wear this. Yeah. <laughs> so. How do I describe this shirt? This is a button down the shirt that has a it's bunch like a of Hawaiian like, shirt with yeah, Indy on it with yeah. a bunch of painted scenes, uh, all action scenes, right? Like Indy yep. using his whip and the you got the snakes. the boulder, you got the yeah, snakes. snakes, you got all all the the famous scenes in there. I mean, what <laughs> a shirt! Repeating sections, <laughs> yes, repeating <laughs> sections. Yeah. Yep. Oh man, what a pattern that is. Um, I think you got to be careful on placement. That's all I think is just, you know, yeah. pick the exact shirt you want. <laughs> yeah. No blind you know That is a fair point, <laughs> Becky, right? You got to be careful mm-hmm. about where the pattern ends up, right? Okay. That's a good point. It's a shirt, <laughs> but still. <laughs> yeah. Anyone else bothered by whatever this uh, this action figure is? I feel like it doesn't look like idol? him at all. Yeah. No, the him. Oh, the, the, the one of him holding the idol. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look it, like him at all. It looks like Mark it, Wahlberg. <laughs> It, it, I was gonna say it, it actually looks like the stunt show indie. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I can see it. It's not. It's not Harrison Ford. It's like it's like the the stunt show Indiana Jones. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's what they were going for. Maybe that's maybe. that was the intent with it. Maybe I don't. I I don't know. <laughs> now, now I will say okay. Um, the satchel. The, no, uh, well, I'll get to the satchel in a minute. But the <laughs> the the Temple of Doom shirt. It's pretty cool. I I actually do I really do want that like That's that is cool <laughs> that is a cool shirt and and because Temple of Doom is actually my favorite indie movie oh, okay. like it, it's like I know a lot of people go for like go Raiders or yeah. Last Crusade or whatever yeah. Temple of Doom was like it, it was in like a like it was in my it was in my childhood and it was you know it's a pretty intense movie like there there's definitely yeah. some some interesting s- spots in it that you know are not necessarily kid friendly but. It's always stuck in my mind is like when people say indie, I immediately go to that one. Yeah. Like yeah. it's yeah. So yeah, I would I would I would do that. And then yeah, that that bag. I'm wondering if I could use uh, depending on how big it is, I could actually potentially use it as a laptop bag. That's a pretty cool bag. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if you're if you're ten inch tablet. Can hold a ten inch tablet. Well, Sorry. Tablet. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe yeah. I can get my laptop. Maybe in there. I'll both yeah. get it in there. Yeah. I want to yeah. know this wall decor though. Who's putting cool. this on their walls and where? Like, <laughs> that's all <laughs> the, I want to know. <laughs> the, the temple trap wall decor. I mean, if, if you got a room for it, like, I mean, I guess if you have like a Disney room, like, and you want to, yeah. like, I mean, it just feels like, I don't know, man. I don't know where I would I would put this. Like, it's a, it's. It says it's large too. It's a large wall decor. Look, oh yeah, you, 
I mean, look at the the person holding it. Like it's it's big. It's also so. three hundred and seventy five dollars. I want to point that out. I clicked on it. It is three hundred and seventy five dollars. That's a lot of money. Uh, is it made of actual ancient stone? Uh, oh wait, it does. Wait, it's five pounds of polyurethane resin and then hand painted with realistic stone accents and aging. Okay, and fake moss too. Apparently, okay, great. Three hundred seventy five dollars. So, in that case. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm spending that kind of money, I, I mean, I, I've legitimately looked into getting the uh, the tiki's from like from the tiki yeah. room because somebody's somebody's actually made like like um, moving like the the wall tiki's. I would this I would not pay for, but then yeah, also the, there's the issue of where would I put this? Yeah, that's the. I, I, I would figure out somewhere, but th- the problem with this too is it's so big, like. You couldn't just buy one and like put it on a wall. It feels like something where you'd have to have it as like like bookends or like focal part of point a set. of something. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like it's I mean, yeah, that's that's crazy. It's a fifteen inch square is what this is saying. So that's the size of it. Yeah. And it's six inches deep. So I I I think I'm gonna put this in uh the guest bathroom just right across from the toilet. So <laughs> when you're in there, you're just staring at that. Um at eye level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eye level. <laughs> staring at that <laughs> while you use the bathroom uh i think that's the appropriate place for a 375 dollar fake rock piece that you put on your wall <laughs> with moss yeah don't forget the authentic realistic moss that they put on there okay guys yeah um <laughs> I, I will say go, going a little further down further, the yeah. um there is so these um they've got more button-up shirts here i, see I like these there. ones that look very um um, like weathered, like yeah, like yeah, yeah, the, or like the edges are frayed and everything. I, I like that's a very cool design. I agree. I, I feel like yeah. the one in the middle there Whoa. is something you would see uh, uh, was uh, John Lasseter wearing. Like that's a very John Lasseter <laughs> shirt, right? Not to bring oh, up somebody, I, you know. I'm not, further I'm, not, down. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking for even even further down than that. You're talking about what, the oh the the one that's the expert afraid. of the occult. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. One. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's, that's that's a large image on the back. That is a yeah. That, yeah large. I feel like I feel like that looks like you, a tattoo that somebody with poor decisions would uh would put on their back, right? Like I, someone that makes poor decisions. That's a tattoo that. Yeah, I, I would I would try to pull that off on a Friday at work. <laughs> I, I want to see this. I want. I, I mean, I'd probably get told to go home and change, but a, I would a try. Vest over it, or no, 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 no. I would just sit at my desk and work and. You know, I feel like Trevor's going to be purchasing a lot in this collection. I, this is the same. Maybe. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we've got, you know, a little further down. I, I don't need any more uh, uh, like uh, tumblers in my house, but this one's pretty cool, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Is the thing off to the right like an indie play set? Like, is that? It looks like it. Yeah. Yeah. A costume accessory set. So, yeah, it's like a kid's. So, so I'm going to give my daughter a fake machete. To walk oh, around with uh, it feels like uh, a poor a idea. A machete? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yes, that, that seemed like a good idea. Well, uh, okay, but... There's I mean, jewels, my, so... There are jewels. My son, yeah, choke my son has multiple foam, foam, yeah, foam swords from when he was yeah, a kid. I like, I mean, yeah. what's the difference? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Um, yeah. What about Less this? Violent than a lightsaber. That's. I mean, it's. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're not wrong. Uh, what about this Indiana Jones tie dye shirt over here? A little little retro kind of feel to it. Um, cool, but after everything else that we looked at, it's not as pretty cool. basic. <laughs> Should have gone further up. 
yeah there's some cool stuff in this collection i have to say they're they're doing some neat stuff with this uh yeah with this collection did you guys read about that den of destiny like the pop-up bar in studios i did read about that yeah I did not put it on the rundown, though, um, so oh. therefore we cannot talk about it. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> no, you can talk about it. We talk about whatever we want on the show. So is there something specific you want to talk about it with? I just thought it was neat that they had a bunch of movie props, like it, like in other areas of Hollywood studios where you go through and kind of just like see things about the films and the props and things without always having to buy something. Of course, I'm sure they sell plenty and they have a few drinks and things um, that were well themed, but it's like, you know, I hate Disney Springs personally, so I haven't gone <laughs> to Jock Lindsay's hangar bar. <laughs> and so I don't like shopping. I just don't. I, so I listen, Becky, I'm the same. I don't like shopping, and therefore I don't really like Disney Springs. I like it for yeah. like a couple of the restaurants, but you're you're totally yeah. right. Like I, I would go there only for the restaurants because I do not right. like shopping, and I'm not interested in shopping. So, <laughs> yeah, and so seeing like a little tiny snippet of it being brought into the park was kind of exciting to me because I was like, I would go through and look at everything. I may or may not want any of the like five drinks they had listed, but. Um, I would be intrigued and it would be cool experience. I thought it was, I like that. They're like, this is only a limited time, like a pop-up that may or may not stick around. It's like, you have booze in Hollywood studios. It's another place people can get it. It's probably not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Booze always sells. That's, that's what, yeah, that's what we should learn. (sighs) So, all right. Well, anything else with the Indiana Jones stuff? I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the movie. I, Yep. Last I saw it was yeah. getting kind of mixed reviews, but the good ones I saw said it was really good. So I don't know. We'll have to see. But I think it's going to be need a big to just yeah. yeah, people just need to reset their expectations that it's an indie movie. It's not going to be like the next Titanic or whatever. Yeah. It's an indie movie. Yeah. Enjoy it as an indie movie. So you're, <laughs> is that going to actually get you out to the movies, Trevor? I know it's, it takes you a lot to get out to the movies these days. I mean, it's definitely on my maybe list, which a lot of things don't even go on the maybe list at this point. Uh, It's still it's still below Haunted Mansion. Um, Oh, yeah. I can't wait for that movie to come out, man. I think it'll depend on the timing of if I have time to to go see a movie when it comes out. Yeah. So, yeah, that's tough. Always tough. Yeah. All right. So let's let's end end with some Disneyland stuff really quickly here. Mm -hmm. Um, So. Uh, let's see what we got here. I had a, I there was food stuff I had. What happened to the food stuff? Did I, did I miss the food? Uh-oh. Did I forgot? Put, I, I forget to put it on there. There was a whole food thing. All it's, right. I don't have time for it, it anyway. Was, Pixar yeah, stuff, I think. Some yeah, whatever. You know, let, let's just talk about the the Pixar hotel stuff. You don't seem that, very thrilled in your the, through the well, tone of your voice here. <laughs> uh, so okay. Um, so this is formerly. Pixar Place Hotel was formerly Paradise Pier. I did not have a good experience with Paradise Pier, so I'm I'm a little um, apprehensive. Like like I look at it and it's like, oh yeah, I know where that is in like the, this concept art that they have. Again, it's very nice, you know, showing a lot of different Pixar IPs, and it looks a lot. Um, it looks like they brought it into the current era because uh, Paradise Pier was very very nineties. Yeah. Um, it looks good. I actually like what they did with uh, the pool. They they took the pool splash out pad. and yeah. and put in a splash pad because yeah. that that pool or well we were there in like March and it was really cold. <laughs> and we did not enjoy that pool <laughs> very fair. much. And and you know as Canadians you know we're we're used to you know 
you know, everyone else is not in the pool and we're like, oh, it's fine. But yeah, that was actually yeah. very cold. Yeah. Well, ba- Becky's basically yeah. Canadian. So yeah, so, yeah you, know. <laughs> you know what's up. So, Becky, Becky yeah, knows absolutely. she's not far from Canada. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. Like I said, the, the, the concept art looks very good. It looks very clean. And, you know, you know, they're, they're definitely trying to sell that, you know, you're going to be there. I, I like that they're showing like all these families, like doing stuff with their kids in the hotel, which is like, you're not. Like, that, like, <laughs> you're not doing any of that <laughs> you know anybody who's staying at this hotel my and this was my experience was you know if you weren't up and out the door like like you know 45 minutes before rope drop you were stuck in a crowd of people just trying to get out of the hotel to yes, get to Disney. stupid elevators yes oh. and and then <laughs> and then yeah same thing coming back at the end of the day it was you know everybody was just you know trying to get back to the rooms nobody was like you know, you know, hanging out or, you know, playing shuffleboard or whatever they're showing here that, you know, people, the hotel is too close to Disney for that. <laughs> yeah, It's not a resort to be enjoyed, which is what they want it to be. It's really yeah. not. It's, it's, it's the cheapest version of the. It's the cheapest of the three hotels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do have to say I like I, this family play area they're adding. I'm sorry, Becky, continue. No, yeah, no, you're go ahead. No, no, let's go. Go, go, please. I, I just think, like, this is the one that's like, but why wouldn't I just stay at the Best Western across the street? They're going to give me breakfast. Because <laughs> like, I have stayed at this hotel, and I feel the same way as Trevor. Like, I, it looks awesome. Like, these changes could be great. But I also agree, like, you're not spending that extra time there because you are not needing it. Mm. That's not the reason you stay there. Yeah, so. fair. that's fair. You stay there to get in the parks early and to walk. That's it. Yeah, but but like I said, I I, I agree that you know the the um, the improvements to it it was definitely long overdue because I mean you and I both know that was it was so horribly stuck in the nineties yeah. for a long time. Well, well, look, I, I was saying that I I like they're adding a family play court with which has like a bunch of different games you can play, which is I think is cool. Uh, I like that idea of having that there. They're also adding a new restaurant called Great Maple, which is a Southern California-based modern American eatery. Uh, I'm just reading buttermilk fried chicken ma- and maple bacon donuts, and I'm just I want to eat that. That sounds great. <laughs> you had maple bacon donuts before? I have. I have. They're delicious. Yeah, uh, they 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 are a staple up here for any place that does good donuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, Those they are say popular a- up here. Yeah. Soda pop braised baby back ribs again. You've got me. I'm in. <laughs> like, what kind of what kind of soda pop though? Because I mean, the good question. It's a good, good question. If it's Dr Pepper, I might be in. But I mean, maybe it is Dr Pepper. You don't know. They bridged the gap or made it totally southern by saying soda pop versus yeah, soda yeah. or pop mm-hmm. or pop. Yeah, they're not making that delineation. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I think we should kind of end it here, right? Like maybe we yeah. can talk about <laughs> one more of these items, but I think I think we're like at time, right? So yeah, I mean we've had a lot of good conversations. I think yeah, I mean there's one more thing here, just like you know they're doing all the Halloween stuff at Disneyland again. Okay, cool. Uh, they're yeah, they're bringing back um, yeah they bring it back uh, all the Coco stuff they did. They're you know doing all the same stuff they do with uh, with um, what do you call it? 
Nightmare Before Christmas that some people like and some people don't. Uh, and you know, I mean, starting I think that it. half year, that time of half the year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah they're, they're starting it in May this year. Yeah, so Halloween is now June. year round <laughs> except for December. Yeah. <laughs> like. Halloween begins on January 1st, ends on November. I mean, uh, <laughs> November 1st. Yeah. Then Christmas begins, and then Christmas goes from November 1st to December 31st. So, yeah, Halloween is just all year. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but they're bringing all that stuff back and all the Halloween fun stuff. So, there we go. And then they have a summer ticket offer, which they also have a summer ticket offer, too, for Disney World. Um, I think Disney is seeing some. I mean, they, uh, Josh Yamar said this the other day that they're seeing some moder- moderating of the crowds because the 50th anniversary ended. So, of course, you're going to have less people, yeah. right? So, um, on that note, uh, so, or for everybody else, because I sent this to Tom, was there, there was a, uh, a site that actually tracks theme park data oh, uh, year over year. To do that to, yeah. 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 Um, so, so what, or I, I just happened to see somebody um, had, on Reddit actually had posted that it was like last week and it was um, that for that particular day of the year, uh, park attendance was down 20% from last year, oh, which okay. yeah. um, to, now people will go, oh, you know, you know, that's bad. No, actually, that's good because that means that people are kind of over the whole revenge travel thing and things yeah. are getting back to more normal, Double which, normal. yeah, yeah, which, you know, for anyone that's planning a trip to Disney, you know, you know, it doesn't mean that the park will be dead, but it means things are 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 hitting kind of what it was pre-pandemic. So it's interesting though, because uh, I yeah, saw it's, somebody, it's inter- interesting data to look at, right? I saw so. somebody in the group though say that Memorial Day wasn't busy, but the two days before it were like mobbed, right? Like it, yeah. it seems like a lot of people were there Saturday and Sunday and then traveled, traveled Monday. Monday or I don't yeah. know. Who knows why that happened? But I feel like every year you see like this, like a post from one of the blogs. It's like, oh, this holiday, it's dead today for some reason, right? Like, and it's just, okay. I mean, it just things happen, you know people change their plans i mean who knows what's going on right like yeah, but then it's a blurred picture of dino land so you don't really know when that's from i mean <laughs> yeah it could be from any time really yeah, yeah I, I mean yeah, I, I i can take pictures from 10 years ago and say look at how look at how quiet it was <laughs> so, i'm so tired of these disney blogs i uh, that's a different show i uh, can i do a whole wait list on how i hate all the disney <laughs> blogs? all of them are become trash uh <laughs> anyway oh my gosh i know i'll join you on that if you all like. right i mean listen we should start our own uh that but seems like a lot of work let's not the, do that. The, this isn't a wait list this is like tom's beef it's, yeah like can, uh, can i do like can we start a new segment called tom rants about something for you know yeah. a minute i don't that's a bad name of a segment but we'll come up with something but anyway yeah, we'll, we'll workshop it yeah we'll um, workshop that uh, go ahead trevor watch ready go <laughs> so before trevor wraps this up becky thanks so much for joining us Yes, oh, you're thank awesome. Thank you so much for asking me. So fun. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, do you have anything <laughs> and you want b- to plug? Before you go, do you, yeah. do you have anything to plug or that, you know, because, oh. you know, you do your own podcast. So, you know, let people know what's going on. Yeah. Um, so we drop on our YouTube channel, which is not Club 33. Um, we drop 4 p.m. Magic Kingdom time on Fridays. And it's like between 15 and 20 ish minutes of random four people kind of show you do 20 minutes how is that i didn't even know that was allowed i thought we our first ones were ridiculously long like we can't do nobody's watching this so we've (laughs) we yeah so we'll we'll do a few try to do kind of topic based uh but 
I will say sometimes it's a little wild because we'll go and we'll record three different things in one night. And then like the next week you guys will have recorded two. I'm like, Oh my gosh, we just talked about this, but it doesn't release for like two weeks. Ah, I don't think our crossover is really that big. (laughs) I can name like two people that listen. (laughs) But um, yeah, if, if I will mention, it's not uh, as family friendly as this one, there are curse words. So um, I know it's here too. They're just secret. You can't hear my Disney ears. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we all, we're very clear. This isn't, it's not a family show, but it is, you know, it's real opinions and we have a, usually have a great time. So, but it's called not club, (laughs) not club 33. And I have written some articles and stuff too, with military pricing and different tips that I've come across and don't relate to the three guys that I am on the show with. So yeah, that's really all. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, I yeah. really enjoy uh, hanging with you guys. So thank you so much. We enjoy having you, Becky. So. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so Trevor, you want to wrap us up here? Of course. So as usual, if you guys want to reach us, you can always find us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We love getting your questions, uh, you know, people just sharing their trip reports, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, if you ever want to get a hold of us, just fire us an email. Actually, uh, if you, Trevor, to that point, yep. I do have an email I want to read. Can I? Can oh, just, okay. Um, all right. Then instead of a review that, this week, I have an email. So okay. Um, so God. Uh, so Mike reached out to us and said, and this is this is titled episode two twenty. So this is two episodes ago, right? So mm-hmm. and and you'll remember immediately which episode this is when we, when I start reading this. So hey guys, hope all is well. My name is Mike. I've been a DVC member since 2010. I've listened to all of your episodes since the start of the podcast, which is impressive, by the way. I th- it's amazing to me how many people have a lot listened of time. Since the beginning, man, that is a lot of time. Um, but he wanted to chime in on episode 220. First of all, crispy bacon's the best, not burnt, but crispy. <laughs> <laughs> and and now about and by the way, Becky posted a thing in the Facebook group, and I felt very vindicated on my opinion on this. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm here for you. <laughs> thank you, Becky. I appreciate that. Um, he also he also says now about the best Disney villain, Chernabog is the goat. So he agrees with you on that yes. one. He thank even you. has a tattoo of him. Oh, yes. That's a good tattoo. A man. Yeah. Oh, man. Chernabog's always been my favorite villain, too. And I was so excited to hear that. But now I feel less, like, unique in my feelings. <laughs> so I'm happy yet, like, eh. It's not, it's not about uniqueness. He's just cool. It's a, it's a cool <laughs> tattoo, agree. man. It's I, yeah. Mike, send us a picture of the tattoo if you wouldn't mind. I'd love to see a picture of this tattoo. If For you sure. don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you don't want to share it, that's cool, too. But I want to see it. <laughs> um, second... Uh, of all second of all chewy bacon is nasty and undercooked crispy bacon is the best i swear he wrote that i'm not just saying this (laughs) (laughs) just joking around smiley face to each their own you all put on a great show i look forward to listening to the three of you hopefully for many more years keep up the good work sincerely mike it's basically a review he just sent it an email so thank you mike yeah thank you mike i appreciate it and i i meant to respond to you but I've been out two weeks so this is my response to you instead of replying to the email (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, continue. All right. So, um, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you can reach us at Gmail. Uh, but if you want to get us on social media, you can find us on Facebook as Welcome Home Podcast. Same thing on YouTube. Uh, if you have Instagram, you can find us as Welcome Home Picks. And um, if you're looking for a fun Facebook group to join, make sure you look for Welcome Home Disney Waitlist. That is our Facebook group, which um, has lots of great people in it, like Becky, that, you know, you know, post all kinds of fun stuff and there's uh, always good conversations in there and people that, you know, um, know stuff about DVC and, you know, just have good talks about it. So if, if you're looking for a, a nice, positive uh, Facebook group, uh, check us out. 
And if you'd like to help support the show, uh, go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and check out our different merchandise. Uh, we, we got some, uh, we got some great things like t-shirts and mugs and stuff like that. Um, yeah, no, no, no hats. Hats are only if you can find us. Actually, we need to get another order we need to get of hats. hats. Yeah, we need yeah. more hats. Um, We're, we've been yeah. in the hats for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> stay tuned for more hats. No hats at the moment. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, um, but if uh, if the store is not your speed or, or if you'd rather um, support us a different way, we have Patreon. So you can go to patreon.com slash welcome home pod and check out our different levels of support there. Um, anyone who supports us through Patreon also gets access to the Discord group, which is, if that is your thing, um, Discord, is, you know, we have similar conversations to what we have on the Facebook group, but obviously it's a little more intimate. And, you know, sometimes uh, our, our Discord listeners will get, um, you know, they get the rundowns of the episodes uh, and stuff like that. So um, if you're interested in, in that kind of stuff, uh, please check us out. Sometimes we and, throw topics on there too, for the show. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. We'll, 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 uh, we'll kind of start things in there and then sometimes it turns into something on the show. So like the Muppets thing, the Muppets thing yep. was on discord first. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, and last but not least, if you guys are listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review. Cause it helps more people find the show, which is always good. And um, on iTunes, you can actually write us a review. And, you know, sometimes we do read those out on the uh, the show here because, you know, we love hearing your guys' feedback. Yeah. Do you have any new ones this week? Or? No, we don't have any new ones. Mike was my only. It was a review, but not a review. So, but no new ones this week. So please, you know, get us some reviews. We'd love to, to have those. So, yeah. and of course, also, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast. So you'll be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app out there you can find us. And of course, just a reminder to our listeners, as always, uh, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company. As such, all the opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult a Disney cast member or DVC cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Huge thank you to our sponsor, DVC Resale Market and World of DVC for continuing to support the show and uh, being, you know, great, great sponsors and great friends to us over the years. Um, they are the, probably our biggest supporters of anybody. So please check them out for any of your DVC needs. Uh, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. Thanks again to Becky for coming on today. And uh, we hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is not.